Villano tercero. Toda una dinastía, Rey Mendoza. Ray Mendoza, su propio padre, quitándole la tapa. El enigma cae. Esta fecha es histórica. Villano tercero. ¿Cómo se llama? Yo me llamo Arturo Mendoza. Yo me llamo Arturo Mendoza. Y tengo 45 años. Y estoy a las órdenes de cualquiera. Ustedes vieron que todavía estoy para seguir luchando todavía unos 10 o 20 años más. Gracias a todos. Muchas gracias. Y un aplauso a Francis. The uh the scene in Heat with Tone Loke where he says Chirito, Michael Chirito. And I think of that but with him saying Adrian Serrano. Um, welcome to Wrestling is Gross. That's our intro. Um, <laughs> this is episode six of Wrestling is Gross, a podcast about wrestling or something like that. Um, my name is Bucky. I'm one of your hosts. Uh, I'm Siobhan. I'm your other host. And uh, our, our third host tonight. <laughs> you can go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, my name is Eric. I write at Segunda Caída with Phil Schneider. Is that how you? Pr- I've, all these years, I've not known how to. Pr- no, I've not. <laughs> what if it yeah. was like a big reveal? Uh, oh yeah, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been watching Lucha on mute all this time, which is a actually a callback. Um, yeah, Eric Ritz. Uh, I gave your last name. Am I allowed to do that? Fuck oh, shit! Yeah, no. There's <laughs> anybody who's wanted to find me has been able to find me for years. Nice. So horrible, horrible end results. But yes, Eric Ritz is the full name. That's great. It's it's good to be fully transparent on the internet, and so everyone knows uh, all of your shit and can be all up in your business. That's what I, I think. I felt like a, a real idiot when I realized I'm like the only person on the internet that just uses my real name. But then I see Phil does it too, and I'm just like, oh, it's just old people. That yeah. Do it. Yes. What's what's the uh, how how oh god how old are you? <laughs> I, I'm 38 years old. Okay, that's, you know, comparatively older than I am. I'm going to be 30 this month. Um, feeling Ow. pretty fucked up about it. Um, but, you know, I, I look back at my 20s and I think I've accomplished a, a good deal. Um, we're going to be talking about some old people tonight on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, some of them are dead. Um, at least one of yeah. them. At least one of them is dead. I think uh, we yes. could, I'll Google who is and isn't dead. I'll just type that into Google. And uh, tonight we'll be discussing uh, Los Vianos. Is that? Yes. Four and five are alive. Four and five are alive. That's a a show on the award-winning WWE Network. Um, No. uh, Sponsored by Five Alive. There we go. Yes. Um, For the record, just to to be honest, we're not going to say Viano... Tercero, or we're just gonna say no, V3 no, no. and shit like that because Ugh. it's yeah. gonna it's it's gonna either sound really pretentious or it's gonna sound real freaking dumb. So no, just cut it. Just 
I think We're it always gonna... comes off fairly insulting if you're really leaning into the full pronunciation, right? Yeah, I feel like sometimes I go a little... I, I feel like I go a little hard on pronunciations, and I... I like to get it right, but I don't want to. I don't want to sound like like an asshole, and I'm really afraid to sound like an asshole. I already, no, you're I already, not. <laughs> I think uh, neither this am is, I. This, this probably makes me sound like I hate when uh, when non-Hispanics say uh, "roosh." Uh, wow! I, All right, I'm just, dropping I'm just a bomb. Gonna say, I'm just going to say "rush." How There's do you feel nothing. about how do you, how do you feel about Beerus? Oh no. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, no! Actually, I, I will say I do pronounce it virus. Okay. I actually virus. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, well, I guess I mean, I'm a, a hypocrite and and a jerk. Yeah. Well, Rush, that's like such a weird one because it, it was originally Rouge, and then he was like, "That's a stupid name," <laughs> so he decided to like make it cool. But he's like. No, but I like this pronunciation. And then Pentagon <laughs> Junior. I will do that because I just like Pentagon Junior. Junior made fun of him for that, and then his cave <laughs> motherfucker can't even sp- uh, pronounce your name right. And it was like, well, he's ingovernable, and you sleepwalk your way through ninety-five percent of your matches, my man. So, yeah, I I hate Pentagon so oh. much. Yeah, you know, he's he's out there not trying. So there's I, I respect people who are slackers um, mm-hmm. and get paid. Um, but I don't want to watch him work. That's basically, I think, that's the total uh, encapsulation of my thoughts on Pentagon. I did, I watched him... Um, like a guy who doesn't want to work. I'd rather just watch like a fat guy. Yeah. Who, instead of just like a, an athletically lazy guy who's afraid to get too chubby. He's like thirty-three. Yeah, he's not old. He's not fat. He's just—he's just—he just knows he's over. I mean, I respect that, but it's like we—we. I mean, you know, it's just—it's the Bruiser Brody thing. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, good that he worked like the promoters. That's cool, but I don't want to watch his damn matches. Yeah, man. I want to get him. I want him to get murdered in a shower. Um, tonight we are not talking about shitty luchadors who are afraid of getting fat. We're talking about luchadors who are not shitty and are already fucking fat. Um, yeah. It's Los Vianos. Um, I'm not going to say Los again. Um, I'm not going to go f- the full Zellner uh, on it. Um, but we are mostly discussing, well, entirely discussing uh, Viano 3, 4, and 5. Um, I'm, I, know, I think there's a uh, there's some footage of the f- the, the first Viano Viano. Is there one. any two? I I don't think I've ever seen Viano two. He died in '89. Um, he yeah, was the oldest so- brother, right? Now that's an interesting thing. Uh, Viano two is the oldest, older than Viano one, um, which is a you know it works different down there in Mexico, yeah. I guess. That's a that's a hit. That's a that's a hit to the self esteem right there. Yeah. Yeah, immediately um, getting your birthright taken away from you. Yeah. Well, hey, let's talk about that right right now. The 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 uh, Ray Mendoza Senior. Um, he named his fifth son after himself. That's who got the Ray Mendoza <laughs> Junior. So there's a lot of uh, familial politics happening there. 
um, in in the uh, the operating room uh, on the birth date of each of these uh, each of the the Los Vianos, as I'll call them. <laughs> um, so we have four matches that we're going to discuss. Uh, we're going to we've got a guest, so we're going to try to be um, well. We've, we've got a third host, so we're going to try to yeah. be cordial to and respect their time. Uh, because we certainly have not respected our own or any of our listeners' time. Um, we're going to, you know, we kept the last one under two hours, and I'm rambling now, so we're really just clocking it up, just raking up that time. But uh, we're going to try this, try to keep this under two hours. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Siobhan told you that we usually record for two hours. Is that correct? Yes. That was a lie, but we're going to do our best. <laughs> I would I would love if we are... I always, whenever... So I have... Uh, my buddy Charlie and I just started uh, our own movie podcast because we were like, "Oh no shit!" Yeah, well, Hell like yeah. we looked out out over the the podcast landscape, and there's like no podcast where two white men in their thirties talk about movies. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah. geez, this is like a this is a niche that needs like something filling in there. And so, and I always say like, "Oh, we'll just record a couple hours, and then six hours later." <laughs> marathon exhausting terrible sessions yeah so i want to avoid that all right we, we're so that's the thing is we have prided ourselves thus far of, as being sort of the um we're, we're not quite the bellatar of of wrestling podcasts um but we're you know we're approaching that, that territory it sounds like you guys have got that locked down for the uh the film uh, yeah, criticism podcast uh, arena there's fine it's finally there um, do you want to, let's plug that actually, cause we don't do, we don't have any structure here. So pl- we're going to, all right. Segunda Kaida dot blogspot.com. Uh, yeah. A blog Segunda in 2019. Dot, blog, dot, <laughs> it's real good. Uh, I can't believe you guys have a fucking blog in 2019. I read it like, I don't read it every day, but I read every day's entry. Um, or at sure. least skim it if it doesn't, <laughs> it, you know, I, it, I read it. I half read, I read half. And then I half read the other half. <laughs> um, but no, I, 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 it's shocking to me every time I load up that website that it, oh, it says .blogspot.com. And then I like look at my watch, uh, and it says that it's March of 2019. It's a I know. different kind of watch that tells you the, <laughs> the date. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's partially done out of, well, there's a, a Luddite factor naturally sure and there's just a fam- a personal familiarity as in we started this over a decade ago we have no interest in, in changing this format <laughs> at all we we put no work whatsoever into the site aesthetics at all oh no it looks like garbage it's it's Tr- incredible Tr- Truthfully, I don't really even know what it looks like. I, oh. I don't. I usually just see it in, in like draft form, mm. and then I just post stuff. And I rarely actually just look at the blog itself. It's it's hard um, to navigate. Um, it is the the font is weirdly small and blurry, uh, but the content. <laughs> I didn't tell you this is going to be a roast, but, uh, but the the content is, uh, you know. I mean, that's uh, maybe that's our own personal challenge is to make the content actually uh, decent enough that people yeah. keep reading it in spite of every other aspect of this blog. A testament um, to the quality of the writing. Yeah, I um, 
I have no idea what other format we would even do, honestly. I don't know what other format I would be built to do. I'm decent about writing about wrestling, and I don't think I'm decent about writing about any other actual thing. Have you thought about doing, like, ten tweet threads replying to Donald Trump? Oh, yeah, no, I do want to be eventually one of the guys who just sends out. I want to be kind of like a like the wrestling version of Bill Mitchell. Sure, the third oh, Krasenstein. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Me, Phil and I really want to get that that, <laughs> that Krasenstein money. Yeah. That's We're, the first time I've actually spoken one of their names out loud. It might be Stein. I, I didn't like sure. it at all. It's, I didn't like how that felt. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. This is Wrestling is Gross, uh, episode yeah, six. Their accents are gross. Uh, I can say that. South Jersey. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. It was so horrifying. <laughs> it, oh. it, it's oh. close, huh? <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, you you have a beautiful voice, Siobhan. I have not heard I, their voices, so I cannot speak to it. Um, but I, I, I got that first episode of the Crassen cast sitting in the queue, and I just got a I'm hovering, fingers hovering over that play button, and I just to keep turning my phone off instead. Um, it's going to be a little re. They're, they're, I bet they both. I've never heard them either, but it has to be this little reedy, wimpy, nasally like Jared Kushnery kind of voice. Like, there's no way they have cool voices. Oh no, no they, they both sound like Tony Todd. <laughs> No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's super high pitched, but it's also it's like helium Matt Tremont or something. Uh, is the only like it's what it, uh, like you know they really do sound exactly like the lowest T GCW fans. Possible. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I've been to a GCW show. I may have sat near him. Also, the Nazis were there. Um, all right, so the first match. <laughs> this is a, that's a, see that's a solid 20 15 20 minutes of banter uh you yeah. include the intro and we're already through a half hour um god we love to we love to keep it tight here on on wrestling mm-hmm. gross yeah it's the tight 20 this yeah. <laughs> yeah um first match that we're going to be discussing and uh if i'm not mistaken this is a match that you have talked about uh that you love very much on on the blog i might be completely wrong um this is viano 5 Mm-hmm. versus Blue Panther uh, from the CMLL 65th Anniversario? 75th. 75th, yeah, because we're in 85 right yeah. now. Okay. Uh, 75th Anniversario. This is September 19th, 2008. This is a uh, Mascara Contra Mascara. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so it's a uh, Lucha de Afuestas. It's a match where the loser has to take their mask off. Um I forgot to bring up my notes, so if you guys want to start talking about this, I'm going to do that now. Yeah, this match is one of the... I'm kind of bad, weirdly. Like, if I can name a bunch of my favorite movies, like, I'd be very good at making a ranked list of my favorite movies. But favorite wrestling matches, there's not really many that jump out as an absolute favorite. I'm not somebody who goes back and watches the same match a dozen times, you know, over a decade. But this match would be an easy contender to one of my one of my all time favorite matches. It's it's pretty spectacular. Um, I I had not seen this in a, in quite a while. I watched it probably in like 2010 um, after I went off my my wrestling watching sabbatical. Um, it's a strange kind of match if you are coming out of a, a, a time not watching wrestling and especially mm-hmm. sort of new to lucha um but man 
it's there's a lot to talk about. Um, Siobhan, you're a big fan of this one, right? Yes. Uh, I, wa- I rewatched it um, today. I did most of my rewatching today, and I was I I always thought that this was a great great match. No, I, lo- I love it even more now. It it it's just. I mean, what's the combined age here? Does this hit over... I don't think it hits over 100, but it's over 90. No, it, it's, sure. it's in the 90s. For yeah. Sure. That's crazy. It's, an old, it's too old, man, and it's it's a mean match. Um, that's going to be a constant theme, but I, it's... The, the, the dives are ridiculous. A pan for all time. Um Everything about this is just great. Uh, uh, combined age is, uh, is is ninety four. There you go. And this was uh, the day after after Blue Panthers' forty uh, eighth uh, birthday. Jesus. Oh wow! Um, I did so, see. So Blue Panther is one of my. He's one of the guys who I really got into the most when I started watching uh, Lucha, and it's. I've I've been beating the drum for Blue Panther even through like his for the last decade I guess since post unmasking and ha- I think he's had some amazing stuff from what I've watched in 2019 it does seem like he is almost immediately transitioning to Rusher Kamira <laughs> like yeah. it it seems like it just suddenly happened and I also watched um, a Viano form match when I guess he came back to CMLL just a week or two ago oh yeah and he officially looks this is like the first time i've watched a viano's match and been like well viano 4 looks terrible now <laughs> but in 2008 when they were a combined age of 94 i i loved it that's I, where that I, wall is right that's where that's that, where you you reach that yeah. that the edge of that that mountain and you look over the edge and <laughs> yeah, you see yeah, okay or, tomorrow yeah. i'm gonna suck <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I, I I I write things down in chronological order. Um, well, obviously, we can jump around a bunch, but I do want to say the start out, the start of this is amazing. As Viano Five comes out in the most pimp fucking robe I've ever seen. Um, it's, he's got the yellow and blue color scheme on. I, I wonder um, if there's any significance to the color that each Viano chooses to wear on any given day. Um, I I kind of fascinated with that, obviously. Um, the, if you come out wearing white in an Afuestas match, then you're obviously going to bleed. Um, sure. so I don't know. I, I don't know what the yellow is. Uh, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we, we talked about on, we don't know evolve. We talked about the hanky code. Um, oh. but I don't think that's <laughs> what's going on here. Um, this is, it starts out hot. Uh, I don't know if these guys were brought, I mean, I imagine they were, uh, feuding for, uh, months leading up to this. They had to be, that's how these mask matches work, right? Um, but brought- not, this one I, if I can remember at the time that it happened, which weirdly enough happened, this happened like bef- right before Twitter. So there wasn't really a lot of real time commenting on this match. Everybody kind of had to wait a bit to see it. Yeah, there yeah. was your blog, and then there was the Cubs <laughs> fan, and there was Death Valley Driver. And on Death Valley Driver, they were just talking about whatever Vladimir Kozlov match happened that week, probably. <laughs> but I, I don't remember this getting a very big build-up. If uh, I remember... I could, I could be yeah, really wrong, but... If I remember correctly, this was sort of... This has been posed historically as kind of 
a lot of people thought that this was just a gimme match for Panther and a go and V5 getting a good payday. And yeah. that's not personally, that's not exact, that's not in any way, shape, or from the way they work the match, but. No, it's, uh, it's nasty. Uh, no, but. Nobody also, thought that this was going to be anything but, like you said, the, the word going out was that Viano 5 wanted to retire, get a payday, and obviously there's zero chance one of the top ten most legendary masks in pro wrestling was gonna get lost. <laughs> so this is probably, like, the most shocked I've ever been at a re- pro wrestling result. Yeah, in, we we talked about that. Me and Siobhan talked about that um, on, in, in our DM, that um, it when I watched it, I I was I watched it a couple years after it happened, but I, I didn't know the result. I, but here's the thing is, I knew that uh, V5, I had seen him work a match without a mask. So I assumed he oh. lost it in this. Uh, you know, it happened, obviously, a year later to Ultimo Guerrero, but... When I watched this, I was completely shocked, and that was two years after it happened. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess I had I, had I seen a Panther match without the mask, probably, um, but for some reason it didn't didn't make sense in my head. Um, this, um, so they throw bombs at the start, um, but it, it quickly gets to the most famous part of the match um, within the first couple of minutes, uh, which I don't remember it happening so quickly. Um, Panther hits a massive tope, and Viano flies backwards into the first row. Um, his head, back of his head, smacks the stadium-style seating. It's like a big row of chairs. It's, didn't it yeah. hit, like, the armrest? I think so. Like, uh, one of those yeah. metal armrests right to the back of the head? Yeah, like the yeah. kind of seats you'd see at fucking Wrigley Field or something. Yeah, this is, and this is, like, the last great... Uh, Appalachians before they put up the barriers in Arena Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, famously, um, I, this is something that I forgot or didn't remember, but that there's a uh, L.A. Park Dr. Wagner Jr. match on this. I think it was the fourth match that was cut from the TV airing because they bra- they brawled in the crowd. Like they were not, and there's some crowd stuff, but it's very, they don't go into they they stay at, at the first row. But it's very and it's it's very like weird even now though to see like such a significant moment that would is it possible to happen now? So and, that's a great point. I I the first show that I watched where CML had a barrier, I was crushed. <laughs> I loved having those seats right there. The way Hector Garza would like fall into every woman's lap, like the front <laughs> rows, like all that kind of stuff. I, I I thought always added to shows, and you know the the Rudo fans getting up, especially that old man that used to have his bell, who I'm yeah. sure it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. who would get up and like dance right next to the ring, waving his bell. And the first time with the barrier, it's just like, oh, this is never going to be as good anymore. You know, I I'm okay with barriers in a lot of cases. I think obviously it's it's more. I think it's better to not have them. Obviously, hot take. But um, <laughs> you like you look at the barricades at like Arena Nakopan, um, and the way you know you'll see. Uh, I can't drop names. Uh, Freelance do a fucking tope suicida into Chico Che, and Chico Che's back bends backwards over the thing, and he flips backwards over it like that kicks some a fair amount of ass um yeah but the D, the dinamitas are uh, a couple like quattrero and and uh 
maybe uh, Forrestera are really good at doing the same kind of... They don't have the girth of Chicoche, but they're really good about doing that, you know, flying over the barricade. Yeah. And that's probably the one neat thing that Volador does, is his super fast ass-over-elbow bump yeah. over the barricade. Uh, you know, I'll say there's some other neat things that Volador does, but they're mostly just with his face. Um so Eric, uh, Eric is is I have to I don't think I've explicitly said the main event Metallica line to you, and I know you're the world's biggest Metallica fan. Love that's what he is, right? Like that's what Volador should be. He should just be Metallica, but as a Rudo main eventer, that'd be good. It'd be fine at that, right? I actually really I was uh, I go back and read reviews of when I was writing up uh, CMLL stuff when Volador was uh, Rudo. And I am kind of still surprised at how much I loved Rudo Volador and how much I immediately hated Volador, like the second he turned. Oh, he's such a bad. He's just. He just doesn't. He doesn't even have the face for it. He just. He no. just. No. He's he's so, there's not even anything funny about it. Like when Zumbido is booked as a Technico, and he clearly looks like the shittiest dude you've ever met. <laughs> like the Volador not, is lame. He, yeah, he's not scummy or anything. I don't know. Yeah, um, you know who is scummy and is directly involved in this match? He looks madass Richie April, the late, he looks amazing. great Perito Aguayo Jr. Yeah. Well, Perito de Perro Aguayo. He looks so bad. He is so scummy in this. And um, said the uh, pan for a second is Mystico in his suit, and he looks adorable. Yeah, his <laughs> little vest. He looks great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I and said about so how good. about how they started like so obviously the thing that drew me to Blue Panther when I first started watching Lucha was his his mat work, and uh, there's like no mat work no. in this match. They no, immediately they come out throwing, and then like you said, those topes happen immediately, and those topes are prop. I think that was probably the first time I saw panther even hit more than one dive so he only hits one in the first fall he hits the one and maybe they had more planned for that spot but he hits the one and it doesn't so yeah the the bump is kind of nasty right it seems like just a nasty landing um but it doesn't nothing seems out of the ordinary at first because they search they show multiple replays of it um panther's back in the ring each replay looks just even worse like each new camera angle is worse yeah oh and it gets worse than that later on too um but at at first it's just like okay and you but then it cuts back to real time and you see v5 is on the floor and he's surrounded by the doctore and other ringside crew um and it's hard to tell at first what's going on but once he gets back in the ring you notice the red pooling up on the backside of his of the yellow mask, um, yeah. and and like it takes a second to realize what's happened that he's bleeding out of the back of his head. Um, but like it's like right after you notice, um, Panther just levels him with the fucking spinebuster, and you just see V 5s head snap back against the canvas. Yeah. Um, and it's just like oh, okay. the, the whole thing this match, Viano five whips the back of his head into the mat like half a dozen times throughout yeah. the mat, the concrete. They are working the hell out of that, which is like insane. It's so... yeah. but it, you what you don't think of doing you and you don't really think of that but then no, just it's weird. And well, okay. I, I seem to remember the uh 
the right, like you said, Panther hits like a, like a sidewalk slam or a spine buster right in the hard mat. And I seem to remember the crowd seeming like shocked yeah. that Panther would do. <laughs> like, well, they also just noticed. They, they all noticed. just noticed it. Yeah. It's, it seemed like they were like, oh, this is, this, this shit is real now. Now, so I, I, this is one of the things I, I really wanted to talk about this match for, and I've talked about this before, and I think I may have seen what, you or Phil talk about it at some point. Um, but for years, I've been a subscriber to this theory uh, that Viano 5 didn't actually get busted hard way, um, mm-hmm. that he just bladed the back of his own fucking head. Um, now, I, I don't know if I actually believe this, but, like, what if he did? What if he... <laughs> so the, yeah, we're, that, we're, that sounds crazier to me. I can't imagine. Sounds, it's so insane to do that, but okay. But think about cut, this. <laughs> there is a cut where you can see him. But then again, if you hit the back of your head on the, the armrest of this prehistoric ass chair in Arena Mexico, like yeah, I guess you would probably grab the back of your head. But he grabs it with the wrist tape, and mm-hmm. you see wrist tape on right in that spot. So there's been a recurring theme over these last few episodes of, of this mm-hmm. podcast is blading yourself in strange parts of your body. Um, now, obviously by 2008, Paco, uh, is that right? Paco Alonso, is that Paco the guy? Indeed. Yes. He wasn't letting his boys bleed, right? They, w- they couldn't brawl in the crowd. They couldn't do shit. Um, this is the 75th anniversary of the fucking company. Um, and I'm not saying Paco was a part of this, but who knows? Um, Maybe, what you know? What better way to get away with blood <laughs> in the main event of your anniversario than manufacture some very specific bump into chairs that you know <laughs> you you know they are not going to budge. You know you're going to be able to sell this with physics and gravity and uh, kinetic energy. Um, you get the doctor and the other staff to surround you so no one can see, right? And you just quickly nick the back of your fucking skull open. Why wear the yellow mask if you're not going to pull some shit? Um, and I don't know. If you don't believe me, that's fine. But I think there's something to this theory. And I think I just made myself a believer all over again. I, I don't know if either of you two were around for the theory at the time, which sounds... Probably pretty dumb now, but at the time there was people that truly believed this, that Viano 5 got actually very hurt, and then v- they do a switcheroo at some point, and Viano 4. No way! <laughs> oh. This was an actual thing that, that got seriously talked about at the time. I love this. I, I, I like Viano 4. That man can't move like that. Never in his life can he move like that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, man, that. I've never actually considered the, the, the blade job aspect, even though that seems way more obvious than a... <laughs> Than a fake, than a switcheroo. <laughs> There's um, like a one percent chance of it, but if you look into that one percent, it's a full ass one percent. Because I mean, and then Pero, I mean, okay. So the the let's get to the the, the way this match is worked. And I, Eric, is you've said this before that you think that this is maybe the best way that you've ever seen a mask match worked because it is about the masks. The mm-hmm. first two falls. Yeah. Uh, first fall, uh, Vianna 4, he's dying out there. I mean, obviously, that bump, I mean, whatever, hard way or not, like, 
I would want the cast. Yeah, I would even want a he did Blade, which sounds very believable. The camera angles Thank clearly you. show his head getting smacked yeah. so, into that. That's the other thing, right? Is at the beginning of the second fall, we get some like some weird zoomed in footage. Um, where they 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 do a little circle and highlight it and zoom in on that circle, and it really adds to the zapruderness of it all. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I so, really... so I, I had a theory about uh, this is my conspiracy theory on it. I, I think this is somewhat plausible. Is it's all plausible when uh, when Panther immediately whips Viano Five's head back in the mat, and I said the crowd seems to like. Get, be like taken aback that Panther would do that. It, I seem to remember Pero, Pero, uh, immediately interfering. And it seemed to me that he was almost trying to get the crowd back on Blue Panther's side. Mm. Like, oh, they might turn on Blue Panther for going after this dude whose back of his head is gushing blood. <laughs> it's like, crazy. The whole thing feels so, it, it feels, <sighs> So it it feels like something has happened that it's not supposed to happen. But yeah. then also it it there's another part of me that feels like this is maybe just the best work shoot of a of an injury of all time. Like I I don't know. I'm not a I don't I don't want to go full fucking Alex Jones or whatever, but it just it seems really it seems too perfect for the 75th anniversary. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and a company they won't let you bleed in. Like, you know what I mean? They did it. They did the thing yeah. uh, they weren't supposed to do. How lucky can one guy get, you know? Ain't that a chair to the head? Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> um, okay, so first fall is, is... So, V4, desperate man. He just goes for the mask. It says, screw this. And right. good. Uh, that's great. Disqualified for the first of- fall, right? <laughs> Yeah, we get a lot of, and it's heated, and we get a lot of, uh, Pero, he's so, uh, I'm, uh, he's a, sleazy. He's so scummy, he's, he was a king. I know, I know, I, I loved him so much, um, I, I, when I saw him come out, uh, with Fiona 5, or appear ringside as, as seconds do, um, in big matches like this, they're just already standing out there, and I saw him in that, like, sort of striped dress shirt, um, that you you know you you could see the rock wearing a shirt like that in 1998 that's a nice <laughs> shirt um it's maybe not shiny enough for dwayne johnson but it's <laughs> a beautiful shirt um man i got so excited and i got a little sad when i saw our boy i don't know well so th- what what makes it sound like your theory is accurate about the blade job and not an actual massive head contusion is that Viano Five in the in the Tercera, all of his offense is based around stuff that also lands him back of head first. Like he does two superplexes. Oh uh he does three superplexes. Three super <laughs> <laughs> Which which if I personally was like bleeding the, like you you gotta imagine your head from hitting that armrest, we've all bumped our heads like on the underside of a table or something, and your head is just like throbbing. I did it getting into my car earlier. It sucked. Yeah, and there's here's a guy just like, yep, time to break out more superplexes than I've ever done in a match before. <laughs> it's and, and it's insane. It's insane the amount of punishment that his head takes, um, yeah. because the <laughs> so 
if I'm not mistaken, Blue Panther, uh, before the, the Superlexes, Blue Panther does three Tope Suicidas um, yeah. on three different sides of the ring, which is really plain to the crowd. Every side where there wasn't a fucking entrance ramp, uh, he does one. And on and the Vian- first one, Viano hits so hard on the floor, and his head bounces back. And yeah. I'm laughing at this point. I'm just laughing my fucking ass off, and I can't believe it. Um, yeah, he he took every tope like he was just like getting blowback from you know some kind of bomb going off. Like he yeah. just threw himself violently backward. On he just these. he's a he's a unnamed henchman in a John Woo film, and uh, <laughs> Tony Lung or Chow Yun Fat just blew him away. It's it's hilarious when he flies backwards into some old women in the front row and that he gets his brain fluid on them and they're fine with it because they're here for a show. Um, then there's like, he finally gets up from the three topes. He's trying to get back in the ring and, uh, Panther just drop kicks him off the apron. Um, he, Panther's in the ring. Uh, Viano's on the apron. Uh, Panther drop kicks him and he just sort of, Viano takes like a pretty, safe looking tumble bump where his like feet hit first and then his like his ass hits and it would just be a normal you know pretty safe thing but Mm -hmm. but he rolls and his head just snaps back and hits the concrete again (laughs) yeah i just i i was losing it because it was like a fucking comedy routine it was like cte satire it was (laughs) uh and i said this to, to this is the name of the episode uh it was concussion trauma theater is what this was. It was like a fucking joke. And if we knew then what we know now about concussions, they, well, they still would have done it because this is Lucha, baby. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think we definitely, <laughs> concussions were not a mystery in 2008. Like, I think, I think that's officially past the uh, the point, right? <laughs> well, uh, he's, he's, Viano 5 does the cutthroat taunt at some point, so he's still clearly feeling the energy of, uh, of the crippler flowing through him. Um, <laughs> it's there. It's there in that building. Man, what a thing this is. I, I, there's so much that I really love about this, this match. Like I said, there's, there's a good chance this is my favorite match of all time. Which is That's why we picked it. That which was is the... so great that we led with this, which means I'm going to have nothing at all. No, no, see, this is why this, and Sivan and I talked about this, uh, we didn't talk about this explicitly, but I'm pretty sure we both thought it, uh, we knew this was one of your favorite matches of all time, because we both read whatever you wrote about it. Um, (laughs) yes. You guys, when you said that you thought of me, I thought it was, you knew that I could play the, uh, Pink Panther theme on the trombone. (laughs) You were like, oh, he's perfect. We'll talk more about the Pink Panther uh, uh, when Rambo versus Viano 3 comes up, actually. Uh, weirdly enough. <laughs> so I love... Um, this has a really great spot because it's this really overdone spot, and this is one of the only times I think this spot looks good. And what I'm talking about is when somebody does a flying move with the end goal being landing face first into somebody's upstretched boot. <laughs> yeah. Which never this... looks like how many, I'd say over a hundred times we've seen a guy jump off the ropes, land on his feet. In this and... building specifically. Yeah. And, and then we, and that's just like, were they just going for like an ax handle to a guy <laughs> on the mat? Which I will say Matt D found a, a Tully Blanchard match where Tully Blanchard 
Hell hits yeah. an axe handle to an opponent who's lying on the mat. He'd find a way, wouldn't he? And it's just like, this is it. So tallly. <laughs> what a man. This is the spot that excuses all the other hundreds of stupid guys jumping into boots. But then, uh, by this point, CMLL had graduated into, like, the moonsault to yeah. boot. yeah. This is a yeah. pescado, but it's still it, it's, it's still a lot panther more... does like a plancha to the floor, it's, right? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a you grab the ropes from the inside, you jump out. That's I believe called a pescado, right? Oh, yeah. I call everything a plancha. I'm like, okay. uh, like it's all it's Siobhan. all good. Well, we're, and, we're uh, we break it down here on wrestling is gross. In my in my opinion, a plancha is a uh, is is any dive from the top rope to the floor. Uh, but I only learned that because I think I read Rob Viper say it 15 years ago. And, you know, who knows with that guy? Everything he says is now suspect. So, Cats yeah. do not have seven lives, Rob. <laughs> Cats do not have s- <laughs> Did you see this, Eric? Um, no. Uh, I believe he was talking about um, Puma uh, or yeah. maybe, maybe well, one of talk- Felino's sons. It was, it was ta- he was talking about uh, some, bu- some absurd bump that Puma King took and he said Puma just used up one of his seven lives. <laughs> one of the pre-associated stereotypes. So strange that man lives well, in a unless, different universe. <laughs> unless, unless Puma has, taken, has already eaten two of his lives yeah, if, down the counter. If yeah, Rob I, is confirmed. Uh, I didn't really... I didn't know. I mean, I've seen Rob Viper. He's been posting on the same message boards as I have for years. But he and I never had any interaction until he sent me a long, um, multi-paragraph direct message oh, about how much how much of an asshole I am for enjoying <laughs> yes. uh, for enjoying Commandante Pierrot. Okay. Hell yeah. Just like yeah. what what a real piece of shit I must be for they enjoying this guy. They fucking hate him. I do not get it. I mean, uh, Cubs fan too, and God bless Cubs fan for being a resource. I'm sure one of these matches was uploaded by him. Um, yeah, Rob think- Viper, God bless him for also being a fucking resource. But man, they have shitty fucking taste. Yeah. Well, it's a uh, it's this weird thing where Rob and Phil really hate each other, but I then see. they weirdly like. Rob has given Phil like a bunch of footage of, of while they while they both just hate each other, and then my my mere association with Phil because I don't think I'm a very uh, mean guy other than uh, when I when I drag Vicky Guerrero's through the mud for uh, for her husband being a, a hey, I like that I was down with that <laughs> controversial but I. I, I came quickly to your defense. <laughs> I do I do love how the, the original post gets deleted, so I'm just some guy who at like one AM get all over <laughs> with no context, yeah. No context, just like, hey, fuck you and your husband. Just <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I'm all about. That's my brand. See that's but, the thing. If you quote tweet or reply to something that is uh that 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 is controversial like that, and you fire back with with an equally controversial reply. Um, that that po- people love to delete shit now. Yeah, um, it's the, it's the equivalent of like uh, when you when somebody's parked like a real asshole, so you have to park <laughs> to adjust for them, and then that guy leaves like a minute later, and you just look like a dickhead the whole day at yeah. your spot. So you know. <laughs> That's a I'm fine beautiful I'm fine. analogy. Um, uh, so, all right. I, I, I mean, what, what else is there to say about about this? Uh, well, the ending. The I mean, ending. Yeah. Ending I is. 
just the 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 result itself was I I think it's the most shocking uh, wrestling finish of my adult life. Yeah, I, I don't. Nobody, nobody at the time. Like I think you brought up at the very beginning, this was a this was a cash in. This was Viano Five getting a nice career reward. There was no chance that Blue Panther was going to blue. The Blue Panther mask is pro, the only competition for favorite mask in lucha. Would be for me would be Doctor Cerebro's old mask. Okay, those are like my two absolute favorite masks. And who did he and lose it to? And the, the, Cerebro. Yeah. 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 Uh, Santo. Okay. I've never mm-hmm. seen that. In like. IWRG. Yeah, real yeah, good match. Like 02 or 03. It's, it's been gone for a long time. I figured it must have been, because I, I haven't seen any Cerebro I've, in I've a mask. Seen, I've seen that. I've seen. Yeah, the mask is gone. I've seen that match. I thought you meant, like, from the internet. That I was like, oh, I can find. I can have source. Oh, yeah, no. That I, match, the match is good as hell. I'm sure. Yeah. It's shocking San, Dr. Cerebro. Santo and Cerebro had a Santo. bunch. Great. Yeah. They had a great feud in IWRG. I'll have to, but, I haven't uh, seen a lot of that that era of IWRG. I should really check some. Of, I've seen like you need. Have you seen Park? Have you seen Park versus uh, L.A. Park Santo from sure, uh, from like Mon- Okay, that was Monterey. That was Monterey. That was Monterey. That's Monterey. the same era. We have that on the list. We're going to talk about that uh, on the on yeah, part one of the both. L.A. Park podcast. A park and Santos. God damn, I mean, both deserve it. I mean, yeah, those that's are numerous horrifying matches. But yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the finish of this, uh, of Viano 5 versus Blue Panther, is, I, I don't know if it's, it's not like an electrifying finish, but I mean, at, at a certain point, you just need to wrap shit up, and as soon as Viano gets the pin, with his, with the, like a classic Viano cradle move, I don't know what it's called, does anybody? I don't know, it's the, it's the modify, it's, I don't have the name for it, and I actually tried to look for I, I did too. I looked it. for it too. Um, that's right. It's just the, it's the cobra twist into uh, abdominal stretch pin. It's it's yeah. beautiful. It's always yeah. good. It's a nice. It's a nice little little clutch uh, pin. Um, as soon as if it makes any sense in the no mercy create a wrestler hell yeah page, it was always just called abdominal stretch pin. Okay. Okay. So. Well, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> I use no mercy as the benchmark. Hell yeah. For oh, all, yeah. you know that song that plays d- d- diggity d- diggity dog. That's my shit, man. That's, <laughs> that's, your, that's, that's the soundtrack to your life, right there. Yeah, well, the vaporwave uh, remix of it is definitely the soundtrack <laughs> to my life. Uh, but as soon as this match ends, uh, sparks rain down from the ceiling. It's like yeah. ten Goldbergs are surrounding the ring, and it's beautiful. <laughs> um, it's what a glorious sight that would have been. It's so yeah, well, yeah. Well, unfortunately, there's only one. Um, but he won 182 matches in a row, and that's worth talking about. Um, no, it's it's really cool. I, I think there should be more spontaneous uh, explosions outside of FMW. Um, <laughs> and it's really funny because as soon as it happens, you see the referee kind of like get really scared because um, he didn't. Nobody told him that that was going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> Um, no, uh, and then yeah, your 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 classic emotional uh, post match. Um. Yeah, I this kind of uh, I mean wrestling doesn't really um, I should say wrestling personalities if they turn out to be total scumbags don't surprise me anymore as they shouldn't surprise any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so I would say it would crush me more than most if we found out Blue Panther was like just a bad human being. Oh, oh God! Uh, yeah, he's like, never so, so much of what I like about him. Even which is weird because 
once I discovered a Rudo Blue Panther, Rudo Blue Panther is amazing. Yeah. But he hasn't Rudo, been a Rudo in like 20 plus years. He is the biggest motherfucker in the 90s. That, the Mysterioso Volador Senior match. Yeah. Where he just like, just, he just like runs roughshod all over it. Yeah. Um, the famous, of course, uh, Gringos Locos, uh, Santito, uh, Octagon, world, when worlds sure. collide, when he does that. With Mike Tanay on commentary. Yes, mm-hmm. and Chris Cruz. Chris Cruz, uh, yes, And that's like, I mean, he was he was the most evil dude. And now he, him and his sons, and when Pagasso gets the team with them, and he has the half panther mask, and he, he and he's oh, so yeah. lovable. He's the he's the best Technico. He, he he really is. He just comes off like such a genuinely fun, nice guy, and that part of that really hit me. Uh, Oddly emotionally. I'm not someone who gets emotional with re- there's I'm I'm getting so tired of seeing, you know, people talking about the tears streaming down their cheeks after the they watched the seventh Omega Okada match. Or like <laughs> yes. that's the worst shit ever. Amen. If you're crying because you're sad, that's different. Yeah. But I but I'm not saying I cried, but it it was like really heartwarming after this match when Blue Panther who I mean, probably for 30 years or more, had had been a big star with a very recognizable, probably one of the most recognizable masks. And here he is, moments later, lifting Viano 5 onto his shoulders to, like, carry him around the ring. A classic post-Apuestus match spot, of course. The loser, well, them trading it, actually. The the dad holding the the, the son or daughter on the shoulders spot. (laughs) So cute. Yeah. Yeah, adorable. It's, I think an underrated part of uh, the post match of any of West of any high stakes match like this. It's like mask versus mask, high level mask getting removed. Um, that's yeah, that sense of like, all right, it's over. We're we're boys again. Like yeah, I mean, and like the sparks, like they they do that. I mean, I remember it for Atlantis Ultimo Guerrero. I mean, and that was a similar level of. One of these guys is going to, it's important that these guys, one of these guys loses their mask. Like, like that was a big big deal match. Yeah. But, and you felt like, it's just like, yeah. And we get, we'll get that again in our other. I I don't, Um, right. I don't know if, but see, that's the thing is, I don't know if we will ever get that again for real. Um, uh, LA Park versus Rush is going to be a big deal. I think Rush losing his hair would be a massive thing since it's become such a part of his identity. But like, um, or at least in my own headcanon. <laughs> no, I, I agree. If two people both believe this thing, that that's yes. at least... And, and Savan probably believes it too. Rush, Rush's hair has felt like the biggest trophy in Lucha for like five plus years now. Yeah, that like is attainable. Like nobody, I mean, since, since Atlantis took... Since Atlantis Sombra, I think is like, that's like... It's like Atlantis is not going to lose his mask unless we get we need we we need uh, Atlantis V four and triple A and so somehow is, is that going to happen? Uh, some uh, triple A needs to trade them something worth watching. I have no idea what that would be. So it has I don't to know, be a though, so they can bleed, right? Is that yes. where you're saying that we need these guys? Yeah, yeah we need ble- bleed. We need lots of blood, lots of dumb run-ins, lots of crap, but two deeply charismatic guys and. All I don't mean I want to see I don't know someone smack I, I want to see uh, Blue Demon Junior take a Zandig bump like he like, like he does now like I want to see that be a ridiculous match. <laughs> Wait, what, that, what that kind of Zandig happen. bump? I don't know. Do you do you, off he the was roof? Like, 
I mean, he just like takes these ridiculous like ugly bumps now. He started doing that like a couple years ago when you real after Lucha Underground, I like almost like I don't think that could t- coincide, but he just these like brawls with Park and Scorpion where he's just getting his ass whooped. Man, and he's like, oh, yeah, the doing best the mother look, because he actually looks good. The seven twenty Larry. There was some, this is, <laughs> I think I, I might have uh, grossly influenced you on this one, because I remember there being some, uh, I know I wrote a post called, yes. like, Blue Demon as Zandig. There <laughs> yes, was, it I'm was exactly like, it was, that, but... it was in, it was in Liga Elite, when, okay. when CMLL refused to use blood, but they let another company use their arena and do what all the cool matches that CMLL wouldn't do. Is that 2015, 2016? That was a 2015, beautiful... 2016, yeah. Beautiful and, time. And yeah, I remember this Blue Demon... I think it was against L.A. Park. And... An ugly, Blue- ugly match at, like, Caratera, where Lopez Mateo is one of those places. He is just dying all over the place. It's great. Beautiful buildings, beautiful buildings. Yeah, I mean, Demon just is, like taking bumps into like on odd angles of chairs and like getting power bombed through like propped up folding chairs. And it's like, you know, now that he's 50, yeah, it's time to start taking the biggest bumps by far of your career. He but, never uh, impressed before. So we might as well start now. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I saw, I saw a blue demon junior versus Timothy Thatcher. You match. were at that. <laughs> I knew you were at that. I've seen story. that match. Yeah. And I love that. Timothy Thatcher cracks him with like an uppercut at the beginning of the match, and you can see Blue Demon lean into him and tell him something, and then <laughs> and then right afterward, Thatcher hits the same uppercut at about thirty percent mm. of the strength of the first one. Yeah, doesn't Thatcher kind of work uh, American heel in that? Isn't that the deal? Yeah, a, l- a little bit. It's but it's. That was before Thatcher was everywhere. Better Blue Demon matches. That was when Thatcher was exclusively a a California dude. Yeah, Um, I was. I was the weird. I was the guy who lucked into being on. I'm usually not in the uh, discovery phase of any pro wrestlers. There's not a lot to discover out there. You got him, and you got Jr. Kratos, and that's it. Well, Jeff Cobb came out out of here. He's getting. uh, He's getting a name, but, and then, yeah, Darby Allen was like a weird Pacific Northwest guy right, who only had like, right. who only had like 12 matches before getting an evolved. Is deal. that right? I had no idea yeah. he had like that little experience. He hardly does yeah. thing. And then nobody else from, I, I think Daniel Makabe is probably the most, <laughs> the only sure. other guy Shout recently. Out. Well, so here's the thing about Daniel Makabe is I, and I think I've discussed this on here before, if not, I've at least vaguely alluded to it. Uh, he and I were on the same backyard wrestling message board in 2002, um, <laughs> and I became pretty good friends with him. I actually just bought a shirt from him recently. We DM a bit, but um, he and I would talk on AOL Instant Messenger like all the time. So this um, is you were like 12 or 13 years old. Yeah, but I was a backyard wrestler. You know, I was I was okay. 13 in 2002. Uh, this probably was more like 2003, a little later on. Um, him and uh, you know the big cat Scott Henson. Um, and I think there's a few of the other guys. I forget who's who anymore. I haven't watched a ton of three, two, one battle. Um, but yeah, Dan Makabe has been out there. You just had to be really into backyarding. That's all. Yeah. He's, uh, I, when I got to, um, when we went up to Portland recently, he, he drove down from, uh, with a couple guys that were on a show. And so, yeah, we got to sit together and hang out. I had no idea of his 
backyard past until all that. He he told me all about it. It was great. He's a good guy. Uh, you should check out some Yakuza J matches. I'll link you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would love to do. I would happily do some Yakuza a, a Yakuza J post. All right, excellent. Feels like feels yes. like our site needs some Yakuza J. Yeah, versus uh, Anarchy Andy on a pile of mattresses. Um, all right. Let's, uh, yeah. we did. If, if somehow people have not seen Panther, uh, yeah. Viano 5, like, write that ship in immediately. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Siobhan has made a habit of shaming people on this show for not watching the, the obvious ones. <laughs> um, but, and I've, I've tried to deter this. Um, but yeah, what are you doing, man? Come on. Uh, it's an anniversary. It, it wasn't yeah. that long ago either. Like, yeah, Ten years it's like ago. It's on ago, and it's it's legitimately one of not only one of the best matches in lucha history. It's one of the most important, one of the most historic. Like, there's it'll tick off a lot of boxes. It's on fucking YouTube. Match. You can go watch yeah. it right now. Like, watch it. I don't know if it's legal to do, but it's on there. Yeah, been uploaded for a decade. You yeah. don't have to jump through hoops to get it. All right. No. Um. So we're gonna. Well, that's. That's uh, almost one hour of podcasting. Fuck, I know. I gotta, I gotta important tight, match. We gotta tighten this up. Every yeah. one of these other matches gets like seven minutes. All right, the, the next two get seven minutes. Then the final one yeah. gets another hour. Um, next up, um, I don't have a date on this, but it's March of 2010. Is that right, Siobhan? Um, Mar- no, it's March 16, 2013. 2000- oh my God, okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I was way off. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, La Ultima de un Viano, Ruleta de la Muerte. That was good. I'm sorry. Good. I'm from Southeast Texas. I, sh- I better be good at it. Um, uh, Cassandro and Pirata Morgan Jr., El Hijo de Pirata Morgan? Yeah. W- one of those. Yeah. Um, He's okay. El Hijo de Pirata Morgan. I think there's several junior Pirata that's, Morgans. That's right. You're right. This was a really shitty one. Oh, okay. Fair enough. He's um, okay. He, yeah, he's not great in this. You know who is? He tries hard. Versus we'll about him, Viano 4 uh, and Ray Mendoza Jr., Viano 5. Um, so just a little context. This is the final of the uh, Ruleta de la Muerte or Torneo de la Muerte. I saw it written two different ways. Um, which is a tournament where the losers, it's an eight team tag tournament, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't look at the card. Um, I saw the entire card years ago, but I didn't look at it today. Um, the losers of each match, uh, advance to the next round. And then, uh, finally, at the finals, the ultimate losers will lose their masks and or hair. Uh, not and or, masks or hair. It'd be really yeah. shitty Depending if you lost your mask you- and then they shaved you too. <laughs> Well, I was, I was, I am a guy who's watched a bunch of Lucha Libre, and until I think this last year, I didn't, I wasn't aware that they had ever run hair matches with masked guys, because some guys' masks have their hair coming out. Wotan, right? Yeah. But that, I, was, no, that's the, that was even a thing. Specifically until, his beard, right? Yeah, oh, there was the Deimos beard match. Yeah. Is Man. that's pretty great. Yeah, we gotta. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some guys, um, Psychosis, uh, Super Park. Uh, it's a good. Oh, I mean, okay. it's one of those that I don't know. I, I've like thought about like you could run this like you could run like a double match like you could do that and then you could do like a title or mask mask depending mm-hmm. on however. But you could get like extra money out of it. And, I mean, 
I don't know, it's cool. There's different ways that hair matches and mask matches and title matches work. You can do a lot of things. It's a fun idea. Yeah. And, I mean, if you saw Psychosis in, like, like, like in his, his prime super parka, it's like, you'd want that guy's hair. You'd yeah. want Dragon Rojo Jr.'s hair. It's oh, my God. That more guy, important that, that than his terrible face. hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So yeah, this, I, this is... A, this I, was like a, yeah, so like you said, it's like a big gauntlet match. So all I these watched guys the semifinal like right before this. Yeah, it's it's Solaris in this and Toscano. Um, there's Ian Karras? Fucking Christ, okay. Um, it's So this is also the Ray Mendoza Jr. Viano 5 uh, retirement show, um, mm-hmm. which we'll talk more about later because that's, that's a funny thing that I said. Um, I watched the semifinal, which directly precedes this, which is uh, Tejano Jr. and Supernova versus the Vianos. And, um, Brothers versus Brothers. Yeah, yes. Um, it's, I didn't... It's, it's a great that that uh, the semifinal has some great Viano stuff in it. They thrash the hell out of Sehano and Supernova, um, and that's yeah, I, you know. I remember Sehano Five literally like making Nova bleed and then like spitting blood out of you know, hell <laughs> yeah, biting his his bloody face and then spitting blood afterwards. He also, in that, does a pretty, uh, Viano 5 does a pretty insane Mick Foley clothesline, like, over the ropes, where the, the person he's doing it to does, like, a back, uh, you know, flip spin over the top rope to the floor, um, but then the person executing the clothesline also does a front flip over the top with him, classic It was, it was five spot. clotheslining four, right? Um, accidentally like clothesline his brother and they both took nasty bumps like that might have happened i don't know I, so i'll tell you what i, I watched I, this at 6 a.m this morning with my those son are like sitting the on my two thing i've uh i've not watched this match since it since i probably wrote it up that's <laughs> fine it's my it's minor stuff we just really wanted to talk about cassandro um cassandro uh, so <laughs> Tejano pens five uh, after kicking him in the balls happy retirement bitch um and then parada and cassandro hit the ring and just fuck them up for a minute. I don't know. This was a, this was a really great. Uh, this was one of my. This was like kind of a C- Cassandro comeback performance. Like this was yeah. the. This was a big deal. Well, for a while, I was uh, writing up every Cassandro match because there was only like twenty Cassandro matches that On tape, made ever. Tape. And that's going back to the early nineties. Yes, right. You could watch. Um, is he in Hamada UWF? Yeah, he was, he was in, he was, uh, what, let's see, he, there's old tags of him in, like, I think UWA with teaming, usually teaming with Pimpinea. Is Sergio um, Del Hermosa, is that? Sergio, oh, like, oh, the old, yeah, like, Bella Greco and yeah. Sergio Del Hermoso, the yes. old, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that, then, doesn't he sort of interact with some of those guys at some point? Definitely. Yeah. And then there is like a 12 year gap in Cassandro <laughs> footage from like 1992. And then we jump to like the early 2000s. Incredible. And then, yeah, like, so he showed up in AAA a bunch and. Yeah, 2008 era, right? Yeah. And then, but even then, he was usually teamed with, you know, like Polvo de Estrellas mm. and. Yeah, you know, weird second bo- from the bottom uh, Atomico's matches where it's just uh-huh. it's just garbage. Yeah, and but he, he looks good. You know the the Dark Family or you know 
the, the oh, shout out to the Dark family on this podcast. <laughs> like who are the uh, who are the uh, I forget their name, but like Billy Boy and Deckness and Deckness, uh, Deckness which is that might just be low strippers. I don't. I'm Los, not certain on that. It might just be. Uh, <laughs> Pena, Pena Pool Boys. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's talkable. Also, my personal favorite, <laughs> Lucha, avoiding any kind of copyright. We own this name, like, yeah. Nope, we're gonna have you work as Deckness because we, you know, that's almost like Monster is is right below that. Monster, but, hell yeah. Monster. Oh, Lucha's so good. But I, oh. but I like uh, I like Deckness as a name because what what the shit? Just throw in a random hard C in the middle of a. Yeah. But this was a. So this was like a Cassandro comeback match, and it was it was a spectacular Cassandro performance. Yeah. Uh, it, he's he he's has electric. like he's he has like something. a knee injury in it, which I don't know if it happened earlier in this gauntlet or if that was the reason he hadn't been wrestling in the first place. If he's just he, selling, who knows? He blew yeah. out his knee, and then I think he this is a semi worked fa- uh, injury because he's he blows like, it off a couple sh- times. Yeah, right? I think it's a little, but he most of the time it's still pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's a great. It's you don't think of limb selling too, funny of all of the two two uh, limb selling performances I think of in lucha history, but uh, Cassandro in this match and Maximo in the Kamaitachi. Uh, Hell yeah, that's a great match. Two oh, yeah. chubby uh, goofball, uh, great uh, on their game. I mean, Maximo takes a lot of nights off, but at his best, he's one of the best. And, Sure. Um, there are an annoying left. guy who would who would show up in this match of the year, like usually in January, always in January. And then there there would be like no other worthwhile Maximo for the next like eight months. Yeah, unless he teamed with his dad or something. Totally. Oh yeah, because yeah, then it, it would be the one great early year Maximo performance, and then the once a year, hey, Super Porky. Yeah. Is, Great. We gotta. Uh, we need to make sure we pencil. Uh, we, we talked. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this or if I just thought of this in the middle of the night. Um, but like doing like a worked shoot or like a like a shoot style in places where that doesn't it shouldn't exist. Uh, dedicated episode where we talk about uh, Jerry Lawler versus the Snowman and um, and uh, uh, Ray Escorpion versus Super Porky in the match oh, where they wow. wear a fucking MMA gloves. Super Libre Plus, yes. Super Libre, Super Libre yeah. Plus. And um, I, I don't know if you two have uh, seen it, but it kind of got recently unearthed, and it's like the only wrestling match that I can think about. Uh, but Suyoshi Kikuchi versus Dick Slinger. What? I saw you talk about this, and I'm like, <laughs> I want to see this match. So we talked this, about Kikuchi is on this a handheld? Uh, the other show. It's a handheld. It's it's from 91. It's one of those 91 handhelds you guys have been writing about. And it is, it's weirdly cooperative while being completely unprofessional. <laughs> like, they they absolutely kick the shit out of each other, but they still, like, they don't no-sell the other person. Like, they acknowledge the shit-kickings sure. while then proceeding to just absolutely wreck each other. Kikuchi keeps coming up on these shows, doesn't he? He's And this and this is... Well, there's yeah. also the weird... There's a weird early 0-1 match where Kikuchi completely no-sells everything uh, Neohiro Hoshikawa does. Hell yeah, R.I.P. He might still I be mean, alive, he, but he can't I walk. Think he's... Like, he's 
He might be in a vegetative. Yeah, state. he can't walk. Not he can't talk. He's he can't. he's just par- he's paralyzed. Um, he's doing better. He was, but yeah, he's not great. Uh, this, this is like the, guy. yeah. I, wasn't it from like a miscommunicated clothesline or something? Like it was he, some weird thing, and it was in uh, against uh, Takaiwa in yeah, an all cage show when they were doing. Which I don't even know. I don't <laughs> remember. I've never seen it. They were doing a uh, zero one had a, r- a run of all cage uh, matches on a sh- on God. and these and Hashimoto these looks, like, is some, a genius. Let's... And there's some amazing looking matches, and I wish. They, I could just find them, but um, it was really like a to- like freak out of freak injury uh, no. for sure. Yeah, I think if, if I remember right, it was like he was supposed to duck a clothesline, and Takaiwa hit him basically with a full force clothesline. And yeah, Takaiwa that's scary. Throws well, that's the thing is if you if you're throwing so that's the thing uh, about like throwing like a fucking that you know, that your opponent is supposed to duck you throw a lariat you have to follow through in a way that you wouldn't normally follow through if you were actually hitting it because you yeah. have to make it look like you you know you were you just threw it with everything you had and so when the guy bounces back off the ropes you turn around you're you know you had no idea you were still following through with the momentum of the lariat you tried to throw so yeah a lariat that you expected the guy to duck for is going to be thrown harder than one you expected him to be present for it's just how it works you know it's fucked up yeah so now that's uh but back back to vianos and cassandro i think uh uh, (laughs) yeah this was like a really uh cassandro was like arguably my favorite wrestler in the world right during this era and I, i got to see him live against uh, Viano three. Wow. To keep it on topic. We wow. saw we, they worked a chain match against each other. Wow. Okay. We just did in an episode San, all about chain San matches. Francisco. So it's it's too bad you didn't film that on a smartphone. Although there's probably in a time when that didn't exist, right? There's a chance I did. I honestly Fuck. forget because I I know <laughs> there is um I know there was a Cassandro match that I recorded that otherwise wouldn't exist, which was like a, um, him. It was like a mixed tag with him opposite Hector Garza. I may have seen that. I may have yeah. watched that, uh, linked on link from the blog. Um, right. And I, there's a chance I did re- record it, but now I, I genuinely don't, I don't remember. It's, it's been like a decade, <laughs> four phones ago. Um, it's, I have no idea what kind of phone I had at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nokia Edge. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> Cassandro um, is amazing. He throws some like cool grounded headbutts to V5, like he's Buzz Sawyer or something. Um, he- Those are really. That's a good uh, a good comparison. They looked really. Cassandro always had really great uh, stomps. Mm. He was a really great stomper. But I don't think before this match I'd seen him throw many headbutts he throws a couple um to to v4 on the apron too later on um does man you know like a good like worked punch in lucha is something that cannot be matched anywhere because it it it, it's not it's a worked punch in the sense that they're not you know it's worked they're not fucking throwing the whole the whole weight of themselves behind it but it's less worked than a you know you'd talk about the great worked working punches of you know, of the territories or whatever, you, you, you got, you know, Terry Funk or Jerry Lawler, like, you know, the greatest punchers of all time, but even mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're doing a different version of a worked punch than when you see Black Terry do it. Um, yeah. and Cassandro has that Black Terry punch, um, and he just smacks him with it. 
Um, he does some fucking little MMA style kicks. Uh, I say MMA. I don't actually. I don't know if that's accurate because I've never. <laughs> I don't watch that that barbaric sport. <laughs> um, but uh, he's he's got uh, some really varied um, striking, and he looks fucking cool, and he sells that leg, and. Uh, this is we again. We we picked this so we could talk about Cassandra, right, Siobhan? Yeah, but the Vianos aren't exactly chumps in this either. They're great foils for they Cassandra. both bleed. It, it's definitely a Cassandra performance and a Cassandra match, but uh, the Vianos definitely add to the whole thing. Yeah, um, they. Um Sorry, uh, Cassandra and Parada do a double tope uh, that ends with it's a classic tope spot where the guys on the receiving end of the tope end up getting up like first and <laughs> recover. Uh, it's like a beautiful lucha thing where sometimes you destroy yourself um, in a poorly thought out attempt to destroy your foe. Um, we get to the finish um, and. It's, you know, that's a lucha tag, so you have to pin, both opponents have to get pinned. Um, and uh, Viana 4 gets pinned uh, with a, a Cassandro Frankensteiner. Uh, and then he, he, you can see he's apologizing to his brother, because this is supposed to be his brother's last ever match. Haha, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he's, you can tell he's very apologetic, very, very sad. Um, but he's not just sad about that because now it's on his brother um, to preserve his mask. Because if Parada Jr. pins yeah. Ray Mendoza, then Viano Four also gets unmasked, and we have no more no more masked Vianos left. Yeah, um, that's a really great like psychology uh, aspect that you can't really find in other wrestling. Yeah, like you're you're the last masked member of your family. Your of your 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 legendary math family is now laying in the balance. Those are some yeah. high high stakes. Siobhan, you're still here with us, right? Oh shit. Uh oh. Yeah, I it's, it had been a minute or two since she said something. Um, all right, we can edit yeah, this. It. We can edit this. I'm gonna do a big clap. There we go, and that's how it's not actually gonna work. <laughs> but, <laughs> A uh, bit of a hiccup there, but we're back. And I'm going to cut that all out, and we'll pick it up back with uh, me saying something about the match, such as it's just some really high-stakes stuff, you know? Um, when you when you have... When you are in control of your brother's identity uh, being revealed, um, you, you, you fight. You fight for your life. And he quickly eliminates Cassandro. Um, and... Th- you know, Prada Jr. tries some shit. He does a couple of moonsaults. Um, but he's not good. Mendoza eats yeah. him alive. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I remember, I remember feeling that it was a really, like, one of these things is not like the other situation with Morgan in there with the other three guys. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the hefty bag motherfuckers. I mean, look at the... I mean, they're just... Damn, they look... They're just so tubby and just... <laughs> They, they, but they work great, Tubby Lucha. I mean, just you know, paunches right to the chest. It's that that's like that specific kind of Tubby Man Lucha. And Cassandro I mean, is Tubby at heart. Let's say, you know. So as someone, so I've I've met Cassandro a couple of times okay. uh, when he cool. worked 
when he was working, and that was a that was a my Cassandro name drop right there. Nice. When, when the gal from from Lucha Vavum was was telling me all about how she they had recorded every show they did, and they were just sitting around her house, and how I could have the footage, and then uh, <laughs> and then she promptly never returned any of my calls ever <laughs> ever again. <laughs> oh man, I've been ghosted. There, there was actually an amusing moment when so Cassandro very much not tubby. If you if you oh yeah, guy, he's small. He's like five six probably, and, and pretty built. Like it definitely pretty, hits the like, fucking gym. He, but he has like kind of a lucha upper body where it's like a just a larger uh, torso, barrel chest. Yeah, he's like an hour hourglass frame, <laughs> perfectly yeah. for for the, like the your exotico. Well, look at the Viano. Like, there's nobody I've ever seen that's shaped like Viano Four and Viano Five. Perfectly symmetrical, uh, just the exact same amount of flab. Uh, if you look yeah. at him head on, it's just like, wow, well, that is a rectangle. Huge, like <laughs> boobs. Yeah, but these, but these tiny arms. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well, if they're doing only butterfly curls to give these giant boobs some some inflation. They would also be getting some kind of arm strength. Like I, I don't know how they have such built-up chests without having any part of their the rest of their body built. Just good genes, man. Just good genes. Viano <laughs> genes, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, that is a thing in Lucha, of course. Though you know your um, your Alvarado, your Brazo bodies. Everyone mm. except Mascara, and Mascara is the worst one, right? Oh yeah. There Even you go. I mean, like Robin. I mean, he's like you know your open match CMLL guy. I mean, he's he's not great, but I like him. I like and Robin. He's better than Masker. Yeah, he's better than Masker, who's the one of them who isn't who isn't even big. I mean, Goya Kong even. Big oh, Goya, Goya Kong's great. Yeah. I love yeah. Him. Yeah. So sure. it's like, but the only one, it's like the only one who's like cut and like not a uh, tubster. It's like, well, that's why. Yeah. He's the worst one. Lame. <laughs> so we yeah. get a, we get a post-match here. Um, that is, you know, it's your it, it's your thing. You're you're unmasking, um, but unlike the other ones we see here, uh, this is not an honorable unmasking. Um, Parada and his dad attack the Vianos um, and it just lay waste to them. And Cassandra does not joining in. Join in. He's just standing in the corner, like sad that he's going to get <laughs> his head shaved. Um, and it's interesting. It's a it's a very different. Um, sort of, sort of vibe than the, and you know, obviously it's a smaller stage. Um, that's, you know, it's, it's the thing, right? He, he saves his brother's mask, his own hair. He wins his last match ever, right? Only it's not his last match ever because apparently, and I looked this up, he lost $38,000 of his own money, uh, promoting this show, uh, because the attendance was much lower than expected. Um, and he paid for his own retirement show, which, if that's not a, a, a you know, a, a sign of of what we're all going to have to do one day, sure. it, yeah. you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fund your own apuestas in the future. Um, <laughs> the, that's the uh, the the metaphor for life, right yeah, there. We're, ca- we're ca- all gonna fund our own apuestas, <laughs> cashing out my four hundred one k just so I can do my retirement show. Um, no, uh, this. Probably works better in the context of the full show. Uh, the full show is on YouTube. Um, it's good. It's really it's two hours. It's pretty tight stuff. It's cool to watch the cohesion through you know cohesion cohesiveness. Uh, 
Cohesion. Cohesion. Nice. Nailed it first time. I'll cut. Li- linear uh, storytelling of the, uh, yeah. of the show. I'm going to cut out the part where I didn't know. It, it'll be it'll be so cohesive that you Ooh. won't even know it happened. Um, uh, one, one quick, uh, <laughs> this is kind of a sad, a sad in retrospect story. Um, uh, we love sadness in the show. But uh, one quick story of, uh, so Cassandro, when he, he actually became aware of, uh, the fact that I was writing up all of his matches. Oh, I think I know the story. And so, yeah, so that's when I got to, to meet him in, in San Francisco when he was working a show. And that was the show with Garza. And I, I sent you both the, uh, the link, uh, to the, if you hadn't seen the Garza and Cassandra match that I taped. Okay. And Cassandra brings me backstage and he introduces me to Hector Garza. Hell yeah. Who, who is also like, I love Hector. I, especially end of, of 2000s, um, Rudo in CMLL Garza. Like, Yellow shirt Garza. Oh man, I I love clothing removal Garza, and just I love that era of Garza. It's one of my favorites in lucha history. And so he brings me over to meet Hector Garza, and tells him how I've written up like all of his own matches, and then says, "Yeah, you, you should write up all of Hector's matches," <laughs> which is like. I don't know if there's a luchador who made tape more than Hector Gar. There's probably 2,000. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes of WCW Worldwide you're going to have to find. Yeah. Every single place Garza went, every single match was making tape. Like every- He is one tape-making motherfucker, that's for sure. Tape-making motherfucker. And, uh, and now it's a drag because uh, now there actually is an official finite number of Garza match. Oh, sure. So it's time. You better get started. Now it's time. Now I can start. Yeah. Man. So uh, just a little before we move on from Cassandra. Yeah, no. Um, uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to do another Cassandra match on this show. I don't, I don't see it happening. Uh, get out there, man. Do, do, yeah. uh, he, he, he showed up a couple times in, uh, 2018. Yeah. I, yeah. I, on some, uh, Arena San Pentathlon cards. Another where, yeah, beautiful building. And Flyboy stuff. And yeah. yeah. I love that cool building. Stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, that's the best build. That's, well, because Co- Arena Kosalo Kokalco is not a building. It's not. It's, no, it's not a building. That's it's, the definite. That's the definite best venue. Period. Well, have but you have you seen El De Huesadero? De Huesadero. Oh, it's all right. You you didn't see the um the seven way uh, junkyard death match. Nice. Oh, buddy. All right, we'll we'll talk. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, from, we'll go over that. It's from later. last year. It's got Wotan and the Los Macizos and that. You'll love it. Um, yeah. Man, okay. Did you have you watched Parat and Kampf? The um, yeah, we wrote uh, the 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 Franz von 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 Schuyler one, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, Rotten. Good enough. Rotten Kampf. That's right. Um, Ian there's Rock- a couple Parat and Kampf. There's the Dave Taylor one, and then That's there's. The one. Um, that's the one we talked about in the show is the Dave Taylor one, and it changed our lives. Uh, and now I'm, I'm thinking about... Phil and I were going to do that um, as uh, the Van Boyten versus... T- we're going to do that as a match of the year challenger. Okay. For, you should for listen, listen Isn't to us it talk Morton? about it. Yeah, I think it's four. Flair Morton, right? Yeah, right now we have that Flair Morton match. I've never seen that. That cage match? I've never seen it. 
That's one Last of those... candidate for the show. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll pencil it in for our for it's our, our Ric Flair episode that I know you want to do so Rick badly. Flair, oh, cage match episode. Cage match episode. No, Ric Flair match. Ric Flair ri- arrives to that match in a helicopter. Is that the helicopter one? Okay. That's the helicopter. What's one. the one where he uh, comes out on a horse? There's a horse one. Oh no, I'm thinking of Santo. Never mind. <laughs> I've saw I've seen a North Carolina indie match where C.W. Anderson rides a tractor to the ring. Fucking a. Um, like it was it was in the middle of a cornfield. This this show. So I love that. Does uh, Elio De Santo come out on a horse at some point? <laughs> Did I make this up? Fuck it. All right, we got to go to break. I got to pee really bad. Um, Eric, how long do you have? Because uh, we have two more matches to discuss. One is minor and one is major. You know, truthfully, uh, I wouldn't mind coming back a different time. Okay. I don't know if I have another major match in me. Okay. Uh, but I don't want to break up your guys' show. So I would, uh, I would soldier on and try and, uh, not be too much of a chatty Cathy. Let's skip Rambo. What do you say, Siobhan? I guess, Ram- yeah. Rambo is, I mean, Rambo one we can do, I think, pretty quick. It's good, but I don't think it's at the level, obviously. Of, yeah. Uh, I mean, it even ends with, like, a... It, it, I hate when a Lucha match is all ending based entirely around, like, Tirantes. <laughs> which oh. which is... So, but but we can... Uh, I don't think we need to skip it. We can... Uh, we can hit some highs on it before we go into the... We can, the we can, we, we can just talk right. about the uh, horse. What the hell? It looks like a horse. It doesn't look like... It's, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's the Pink Panther. All right. Are we talking? Yeah, we're talking about the actual mascot, Pink Panther, standing in the ring. Yeah. 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 Let's we'll take a break, and then we'll 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 get like four minutes on that. We don't need to get much on that. All right. Uh, it's, we'll, it's cool. we'll, we'll be right back with more wrestling is gross. That's I don't know. It's like I'm on the radio. <laughs> I just picture Quinn Morgendorfer just saying, shut up, you fucking nerd. Hell yeah. And I'm Hell just yeah. like, nope, I'm not gonna, not gonna do it. You've like, uh, you, you've petrified me into I not. I think you're, you're, you're fine. You're fine. You're not, you're, you're okay. Well, that's because, I'm not gonna... that's because I don't do it. Cause I'm scared of, uh, of being called a, a fucking nerd. I wouldn't do that to you. That's that's <laughs> terrible. But I don't even want to come off like, oh my god, this guy. I mean, I. It's not like I've ever like. I don't want to like be the. You know, it's pointless to do the reply to Trump. 
himself. You know, the no, it's not. <laughs> I don't get. No, it's not. I don't get the. I don't get the reply directly to as if he's. I mean, I guess there is a minor chance that that fucking sociopath's actually scrolling. Through. It's called the resistance, Eric. Yeah. No, uh, Trump, I, uh, Trump is hilarious. Uh, Trump rule. I, I can't believe this. T- this is like a, the controversy. Like Tim welcome Apple. back to wrestling That's is gross. Trump rules. rules. Tim Apple rules. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Has. Hey, my context, he rules. I mean, it, calling that guy Tim Apple. That's Tim that's Apple so, is that's funny so as hell. <laughs> she looked Clemson. like a snowman woman. Like, <laughs> yeah, the dinner of the Cle- for the Clemson players of all the with all the like. He just went to had someone go to Wendy's and he got what he likes to eat, and <laughs> yeah. that's what they like. To eat. Look, he's like, in, oh, he's hilarious. In the context of a post irony weird Twitter guy, Trump is like a at least. He's at least forty thousand followers. He's worth a. He's got a. He's got a podcast. He has a Twitch stream, um, and he's got a Patreon. Uh, in, an, a, in an alternate he's, universe, he's he's. You know, I mean, we wouldn't be talking about Digimon Otis or anything like that. No. I mean, we don't talk about Digimon Otis now, anyway. But still, yeah. R. I R. Don't R. Think R. Crazy R. Digimon R. Otis is a reference. R. I. P. Tree um, uh, R.I.P. I think that's the only people who have died. Um, I think Digimon Otis is still alive. I don't think you're allowed to say Trump is cool unless you have at least two, one each of, like, a Ben Garrison or a John McNaughton mm. drawing hanging somewhere yes. in your dom- domicile. <laughs> my, fa- my favorite John McNaughton is the one where Trump's, like, where he looks like he just violently ejaculated into the flag while he's like standing on a football field. Oh yeah. There's a parody of me doing that. His face looks like he doesn't know where he is. He's like just lost and he's just like humping this flag. Siobhan, you may have seen, I did a, I did a parody picture of that when it, when that first came out and it's instead of holding the flag, it's me holding the painting from Goodfellas where the one dog looking one way and the dog looking the other way. Um, which is also my avatar on Twitter, obviously. Um, well, you got one dog looking one way, you know, the other, (laughs) this guy's like, Hey, what do you want from me? Um, so wrestling is gross. Episode six. We've, we've been back for a minute because, um, I don't know. I, I sat here for about 10 seconds before I unmuted and I realized I was muted and you guys were just talking. Um, I heard Eric, you said you didn't want to come off as a fucking nerd, but you're on this show. So you must know that specifically like I, I said, Savon has, uh, through me seeing seeing her savagely take down anybody at all who posts like politically, I'm yeah. like, well, I'm never gonna post anything about politics. Yeah, I don't. I don't at all want to be on the the other end of it. I would wilt. Well, I would it, wilt immediately under the, that. The best thing about that is sometimes people will uh, take it uh, in the wrong way, and they'll post uh, Siobhan's tweet about. Uh, uh, how how the intern that posted Hillary Clinton's Mean Girls gif um, uh, sh- should should be in the Hague, and whoever makes this Mashable article uh, will will think that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that was so insane. I can't deal with that. I I woke up to that, and I was like, "Well, uh, uh, we'll uh, put it in the show notes so people can see." Um, okay. Well, shit. I said we're going to be quick. We're not being quick. Uh, let's do four minutes on Rambo versus Viano, Viano three from. Uh, okay. Um, what, I, so it's ninety three. That's all I know. One thing I love about this is how this is the only time I've ever actually seen a Pink Panther mascot yes. in the ring. It the was Viano. the Pink Panther, right? 
It was yes. the Pink Panther. He was just standing there unassumingly. But it, it's and so then, gross. It's so disgusting looking. It no, looks it's like a gr- horse. It's gnarly. It, it look, you thought it was it a pink horse. So weird. <laughs> it looks like those weird, uh, like, Mexican flea market pinatas. Pinatas of, of Dora thing. and SpongeBob, yeah. Yeah, it's and they're all just not correct. And you don't know if they're just badly done on purpose because they're mad. But, like, yeah, I don't know where they even tracked down a pink panther suit. But it, even if even a bad pink panther suit. But then the weird thing is we never see it again. Yeah, he's not he's at just, ringside. Like, out there in the <laughs> ring, and then he just vanishes. Yeah, I'll have to get a. I have to get a screenshot of him. Um, he, makes, he makes like a, a like two second cameo. Did you rewatch that. this? I I had to watch this today. I you watched this I today? Okay. I I don't know if I've ever actually seen this match. I hadn't honest. either. I've seen the eighty seven one. Um, I had never actually seen this, but um, I the reason I asked was I was wondering if the Pink Panther mascot had made such an impression on you that it had burned into into your memory no, that you could just it's, it's, drop it <laughs> yeah, no, yeah oh man okay this is this all right is... september 24th 1993 from triple a or triple a as we say here on uh on this podcast where we pronounce things right i've um, never actually pronounced it that way oh no triple a i say a a a i don't know how that's uh... hell yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> this is Rambo versus Viano. Is it Pretty, Rambo? Uh, this match. Uh, no, I'm just going. I don't know why I went with Rambo. Rambo. He's, Rambo? I like Rambo. He's a I cool, mean, mean Rudo. F- funny hair. Yeah. His bump bumps. I, I mean, it's fun to see Viano free, young, moving crazy well. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a great match, but both of these. I like both of these guys. I. It's good. To, it's. It's worth watching if you have the time. Tarantis is uh, an idiot in it, but he's, he's I don't know, he, he looks foolish. It's our first Just appearance of Tarantes on this show. Tarantes is a guy who I'm just so genuinely bummed out that I still have to see Tarantes. What do you think of his son? Ijo e- del Tarante? That's have, right. Is he, does he still work in uh, AAA? Oh, does oh, he? Oh, he's a goddamn tire, yeah. Oh, does he? I, I will tell you... <laughs> Uh, how many AAA matches I've watched this decade. Oh, buddy. Uh, I, I'm sure it would average out to, over the course of the decade, maybe one a year. I, I don't usually, uh, when it was on Siobhan. Galavision, and I can, uh, I don't, I don't usually seek out a lot of AAA. I hate Siobhan, the Siobhan, what's the series that Eric should go watch? Please tell him. OGT's Porter del Norte. It is legit. Go- it's legit really, really really great Carter yeah, Baba yeah. Jr. Every, every Jr. match uh, every match that you've recommended I watch at minimum uh, I, I do intend to watch all of them it's uh, if, you, if you haven't seen them uh, so food. usually when you send me a recommendation I then make a draft on Segunda Caída I, really, I, I appreciate this because <laughs> I, 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 I want to see it because I love the site you're a, a real tastemaker I'm the. I love the feedback. I love the fact that I'm referenced on there. B- multiple names from different things. Like I'm referencing the, um, for my name on PWO and uh, the on Phil's post about uh, Shinobu Kendori, where I described her as a combination of Lesnar and uh, Onita. It's like <laughs> nice. it's really funny to me. It's like hell yeah. Like yeah. I'm a, and I'm such a goob that I. Uh... I don't know who anybody is on sure. PWO. I didn't. Uh, yeah. If somebody has a different 
avatar. I have no, that, yeah. it's out the window. I have That's no the person's face. There's so many people that I talk with on Twitter that I could probably very well be talking to on another medium, and I don't actually know. Oh yeah, it's you. You keep the uh, keep the Quinn Morgendorfer thing though, right? Yeah, yes, that's helpful. So, the, the one thing is that because I lose my accounts, is that I always change it, and then Bucky was fucking. It was like, it was like, yeah, nobody, nobody's gonna figure that out. But it's like they won't. They they'll just they won't think about it. It's a different avatar. It's a different photo. Okay, so drawing. a little context. Should we say this, or is somebody going to report your account? Um, no, I don't have anything on it. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay, so they got nothing to report. Um, it's not like it's not like Jack at Jack is going to listen to this podcast and hear me admit the fact that I gave you one of my alt accounts uh, after you got suspended, so that you could repurpose <laughs> it for your own. And what was the name of that alt account? It was old gay black ass. Old gay black ass, which is a <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's a very it was, uh, it was an old methadone account. recovery. A, 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 that's right. Name. That's right. 2012. I made that. Uh, it's a it's a reference to something that happened, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, so, that's a big reference to not remember. It was you know it was some random like group DM or tiny chat thing. Old gay black ass. Um, now known as Bushido underscore thought. Um, so Rambo or Rambo, as I, I love. So I think Savan uh, Savan mentioned uh, he has like a great. He kind of looks like a non stoogy Moco Coda. Sure. Yeah, Is he's it got Moco? that great. I've been saying Mocho for like, years. I've seen a lot of um, like Mexican uh, or uh, you know Philippine action movies. You know from the ha- okay. <laughs> there's so many dudes who just like look like. I mean, he's perfect. The guy it's looks a specific right off. type of energy for sure, for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He's got like he's got like great beard. He wears like shitty aviator sunglasses. <laughs> like he's would, a cool Rudo. Would you say that Rambo or Rambo is more of a Frank Stallone or a Sylvester Stallone? Wow, that's tough. Because Frank's a let's he, pretend we're let's ignore the conservatism, the fascism. Let's just. The, the man as it was in 1993, who was he closer to? Mm, I mean, well, Frank, St- oh, and Frank Stallone is just decidedly uncool in every way, but but he he feels more like a Frank. Mm. It, Sylvester Stallone would have given him, If he was Sylvester, he would have had too much. He would have had that, that, that big dick cliffhanger energy. Yeah. Right yeah. around 92, 93. And Rambo doesn't that. He's kind of a... He's more like a like a slightly bigger heel Spike Dudley comes okay. off. You know, when when Spike Dudley was that overly cocky, confident, yeah, yeah, sure, fifty pounder, yeah. Rambo's like a a bigger version of that guy. Like he has some surprising athletic spots. Like how how cool did his? Uh, I mean, the head scissor roll up was totally shocking. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I was surprised I it I became got... a clutch. Like I was like, oh okay, and then he pinned him with it. He he did some. I just this isn't a great match, but it has a lot of cool. Mo- Both of these guys are just. Go- I mean, shockingly, Viano three he's good, and Rambo. I just I think I just like this guy every time I see him. I I don't know. Some he just has that. Com- he's like a. I mean, he's like a pair off Junior Junior. You know, sort of how <laughs> sure. you describe him. But at the same time, he's cool. I mean, being that is still cool as hell yeah I think there's a lot cool. of, there's I, an I love the, um, not I, good, I, I, cool. always, I love those like uh 
1980s, uh, like, army camouflage t-shirts that, like, every dirtbag kid that I knew from school sure. had one. Sure. Like, that was always the, the, the like... The first kid you ever like, showed me his dad's porno was wearing one at the time, actually. Yeah, it's like every single dirtbag kid had that same Jer- tight Jer- t-shirt. Jeremy oh. Bonura was his name. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy spoke Yeah. Today. And, uh, sure. you know, it's like... It's like that same kind of shirt that, like, the lead singer of Accept is wearing in the, the ball to the wall video. Yeah. And so you already come in just like, oh, you know, you kind of just know Rambo's a dirtbag just because he wears that shit. Yeah. And uh, this match does have a super high floor just because Viano 3 bleeds like Viano 3 is going to Oh, yeah. To ble- it's impossible to fuck this up. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, you get... I hate... All right, so Tarantes is involved entirely in the finish, and he takes a really big bump to the floor, but he takes it in the shittiest way possible. <laughs> yeah. He takes it in a very Tarantes way, yeah. Yeah, where he, like, turns and, like, he takes the, the shot, you know, the hip attack that is supposed to bump him, and then he, like, pivots 90 degrees and jogs towards the ropes before, like, jumping <laughs> through them, and it's... It's like Tim Heidecker taking <laughs> like a bump. Like it's 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 annoying, and it was Incredible. it's like the whole finish is built around Tarante is coming conqueringly coming like ugh, this fucking guy. Yeah, he's gonna make it about himself. Um, How is he a trained wrestler? Yeah, I would love to uh, see Tarante. I can't remember his name was working name because he still has his mask too, which is insane. Well, I can't okay. remember it. But I don't. I would love this. How, what does he look like? Uh, it actually working. That's unfathomable. <laughs> oh, yeah, I probably need to write up any Toronto. Like I'm sure. Uh, see, that's where Rob Viper would come in, and because he would know exactly what Toronto's footage is. Yeah, Rob Viper and he'd Phil say it in are. That awful there's this story. There's this story about. Um, Alexander the First and Napoleon meeting on this barge oh, in the middle of a river. That's how I picture all of their uh, that and Holzerman and uh, Gabe Sapolsky, but much more neurotic. <laughs> Is that the first uh, first reference to the the the, the Holzerman? Uh, on this, yes. Anywhere on the internet, um, goddamn thumper. Um, we uh, so <laughs> we move from. Uh, from one classic referee to another, um, Baby Richard making his first appearance on the podcast. Um, <laughs> this is from my 11th birthday, actually. I just, yes. I just found out. Um, March 17th, 2000, from Homanaye dos Deidos Leyendas, uh, something like that. Somebody else? Anybody want to give it a shot? Yeah. Homanaye. Uh, dos leyendas. Eric, you want to go for it? Homenaje <laughs> uh, dos leyendas. All right, nailed it. All three of us sounded go. exactly alike. I'm going to actually cut all those together, overlay them, and it's going to sound like one weird person just, saying it. Just be like a weird Phil Spector-y... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wall of sound. Yeah, um, uh, and then you kill your wife. Did he kill his the wife? The wall of uh, leyendas. Who did Phil uh, Spector no, was- kill? He killed Lana Clarkson. Okay. Who was just a waitress. Robert uh, Blake killed his wife. Yes. No, what? I don't... You know what? 
I'm pro Blake. Oh, here we go. So here's the thing. <laughs> I I love Robert Blake too as an actor because he's the thinking man's uh, oh, Joe yeah. Who knew we needed that? We did. His movies are so insane. Oh, they're man. really good. I've only they, seen they, In Cold Blood and Lost Highway, which is the two exact I mean, those are, the exact same performance. Those are uh, pretty, pretty great. Yeah, you, uh, get, you get the excellent Scott Wilson performance in In Cold Blood as the other uh, yeah, the other. Right. Tell uh, you, got, you should see. You would like tell him Willie Boy sent you. That movie is insane. I don't think I've ever heard of insane. it. Insane. I think cool. uh, Electra Glide in Blue. Is oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Of course. Shit. Yeah, that movie's great. 70s that's Cocaine Noir, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's a good one. Too, Our favorite uh, genre. But no, yeah. uh, no, Lana Clarkson was like a B movie actress. She was in this movie called Death Stalker, which is like uh, a bad, a bad sword and sandals kind of movie with bad effects and she was a a you know fake titted blonde kind of Ooh. woman another and, uh, favorite uh of of ours over here on the on wrestling is gross we we love those girls big uh big estrella fans yeah on, on wrestling <laughs> yes. <is gross laughs> so this is maybe the most famous mask match of of this millennium probably well, right it's 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 definitely the most famous amongst online wrestling nerds because it's the only lucha match yep. that I'm pretty sure Dave Meltzer, Meltzer watched for yep. for yeah. like the decade. Yep, gave it four and three quarters, and it won. I like how you it four and three decade, quarters. Yeah, and and in the end of decade uh, awards for uh, the Observer, that uh, this one match of the decade and uh, GDI Agueros uh, in Fernando. Infierno, Ultimate Guerrero, and Ray Buccaneer, of course, won ta- Team of the Decade. And I can't, it's like someone was stuffing ballots and blast them for that because they're both right, both, they're both yeah. more accurate than whatever Dave fought. We have Rob Viper. Uh, and I'm not even, us. I'm not even going to say that GDR, like, uh, I love GDI, but I'm not going to say that they're the greatest team ever or anything, but they're still more accurate than when he ever he fought. Sure. Well, they were, they were a really cool team. Hell yeah. In like 01 to 03. <laughs> <laughs> If we're talking team of the decade, there's a lot of years where they were definitely not to be. Uh, no, but, but, but mean, well, doesn't Atlantis like... join them at some point and turn Rudo? Oh, Rudo Atlantis in like 2007, oh, 2008. Oh, is, is it Rudo. that late? Okay. Yeah, it's like when he has his black and red mask. Yeah, I've seen some. Like, yeah. I watched most of the stuff of that that I watched was just Matt D posting stuff on on Segunda Kaida and and sure. posting YouTube links. Otherwise, I would not have even considered watching that on a Tuesday at 10 a.m. or whatever. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, the- whatever, but the GDI are just, they're so, they are, they're cool. I mean, even like, like when they re- wrestled the Briscoes in England, um, or, or maybe Scotland, God, in 2017 on a ROH show, I was like, what's the Briscoes versus GDI? I mean, that is a match I want to see. Like, you, I mean, there's very few Briscoes <laughs> matches I don't want to see. There's very, it's like, well, that, it's kind of a dream match, even if Ray, Ray Buccanero was literally um, little Steve Van Zant from oh East Street Band at this point. Uh, <laughs> I like how you have to denote Stevie Van Zant from from the East Street Band is different from Silvio from The Sopranos. He, well, he does because look like Silvio is very different. Those are and Steve. little Steven, uh, 
uh, man, it, it, any 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 fans here of uh, Little Steven's Underground Garage or whatever the fuck that terrible show's called? <laughs> it's not very good. No. Oh man, he is insufferable. Um, yeah. but, no, I saw Ray Bucanero on a show last year. Who um, he? I don't know if I've ever seen a big name luchador dog it as hard as Ray Bucanero dogged it on this show. He, um, I believe, he literally that. walked into spots <laughs> like he, i don't think he broke into a jog at any portion of the match he just walked into everything i there have was, um a couple of friends who went to uh king of trios though where she was working oh yeah with pco and someone and, knows. Uh, katie lee virtual or whatever yeah and he wow. actually did was they, they said i was like I, if he brings it he's gonna be great and he did bring it and i, I was, heard he worked yeah I, I'm yeah. not gonna watch it because why would I watch Chikara? Um, no, but <laughs> you watch real Lucha Libre. Um, like still uh, would have been a cool, uh, bad kind of bad triple A uh, Parata in the '90s, right? Yeah. We agree on that. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. I like. I, just, I like Ray. Um, okay. Yeah. This. So this match, match is great. This match is great. One thing we talked about Meltzer and how this match, you know, this shockingly is like probably the most written about modern lucha match. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that it was revealed that Meltzer never even watched <laughs> Blue Panther. No, not this one. He never watched Blue Panther Viano 5. See, that's funny because that's the kind of match he would like because that match yeah. has a lot of bombs being thrown. This is two guys who are bloody as hell just trading holds. Like, yeah, there's a lot of holds trading, and then it, it really was a weird precursor to, like, modern CMLL title matches that, that whole Tercera just turns into, like, trading off two counts. Yeah. But it, but what's we I hate that. I mean, I will immediately just start fast-forwarding through... It can be done CML well. It can that. be done well. It can be, and I think here, this match... Yeah. I mean, this is a thing that I've been so beyond sick of the last several years of CMLL main event style. And here is, like, pretty much the blueprint for CMLL modern main event style, and it's it's fantastic. Well, they're covered in blood. Like, that, that, that the, helps. Again, that, that raises the floor of... Every every match. Yeah. Uh, the the lighting in this in the in Arena Mexico here is like really shows off the scope and showcases the massive sellout crowd. They're loud as hell. Every mm-hmm. near fall gets bitten on by the crowd. Um, and the, yeah, the crowd, the crowd is tremendous in this in this whole match. Yeah, they really. It's, it's impossible to not get into this match with with the crowd. Yeah, and and the the blood and the mask ripping. Um, they they get split like crazy like real early on. Um, it comes off of a um, and it was it a Viano is a Viano Tope Suicida, um, where <sighs> Viano three smashes head first. They bonk heads right, just forehead to forehead like a fucking cartoon. Um, and I, it's like how crazy is it to to plan a spot like that? Um, obviously they're both gonna blade off of this one spot. That's the plan, right? Um, so they they're like specifically like, hey, when I do a tope, uh, four minutes into this match, the biggest match of either of our careers, when I do that, we have to make sure that our skulls connect full force so that we can both <laughs> gig ourselves super deep. Are you good with that? And then the other guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do yep. <laughs> Omanaya dos Leyendas, right? Um, let's let's do it up for um, 
uh, who, who's the guy that they're tributing? <laughs> El Santo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's uh? That is the Leyenda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the legend. Right. The uh, the thing that so I hadn't watched this match in. Phil and I wrote this matchup last year because we we have it currently as our 2000 right. uh, match of the year. And I one thing I did not remember, which was really shocking to me, was how athletic Viano 3 was. Because, I mean, we've post-unmasking, uh, I'm sure we've all seen a lot of unmasked Viano 3 matches where he's slow and, you know, working strictly a brawling style, which he's great at. But here, he's, like, pulling out some freakish athletic things, like like lifting himself up up and over Atlantis out of submissions and stuff, like crazy body control and body strength that I had no memory of from prior viewings. Siobhan, you with us still? There. Siobhan. Oh dear! I had a feeling. Um, all yeah. right, I was like, "Man, I'm really no, no." It was really saying a lot of bullshit. Nobody is responding to any of this. Siobhan, <laughs> we're gonna cut you out, and I know you can probably hear us. So I'm gonna. Well, you'll be right back. It sucks. This usually doesn't happen. No problem. Um, what well, they always say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I can make a nice little cut. Um. So there's a lot of mask ripping. It's funny because I I try to be very natural, but I can tell and I know I'm fake, and I know you guys think and know I'm fake. Um, no, well, I, well, I was just going to go on what I had anyway. Um, all right, yeah. Okay, uh, so hop in. you know the thing that's really like stark to me that I I didn't really remember is, is okay. So the Atlantis play job. His second is uh, Rio de Halasco, uh Jr. Uh, Viana Free second is Scorpio Jr. Right. I didn't know who that was. I think it's Scorpio Jr. He looked like facade to me. <laughs> yeah, he's got like the scummy blonde hair, but it doesn't. Um, I'm not certain. I think it is. Junior, um, I don't. I don't remember who the seconds are, but Scorpio Jr.'s got an ugly enough face that you'd think you would. Uh, I think it, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm like 95 percent certain. Well, the footage is not great. That, it's definitely <laughs> obviously you're not going to mistake uh, Rayo yeah, for anyone. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a really obvious when Atlantis gets bladed, like they pull up the towel and they're like face to face. He's face to face with Rayo. And but here's the thing: like when there's this reveal shot, and he seems like he has no, like he has a realization of how deep it was, and it's almost like he got cut. He got hit hard way on that spot, and then he got cut there on the blade. Yeah. Or he was. Or it was like our, our second or the blade where he was already bleeding, <laughs> awesome. like just a little bit. Like and he, but like he looks when, like uh, when Jared Leto injects the heroin directly into the sore that he's got in his arm. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, the God. second time we've referenced that. A movie we hate. <laughs> a yes. movie we dislike. <laughs> this match happened on your eleventh birthday. Yeah. I I went to the theater with my girlfriend at the time to see Requiem for the for a Dream on my twentieth birthday. The same year, right? Two thousand. Same. Uh, was it? Yeah, it might have been. No, yeah. So I might. I was. I guess I might have been nineteen then. What? But I think yeah. that math actually adds up. If you're okay, we're not going to say your na- your age again, because um, I know how thirty years old. There you go. <laughs> um, 
no, so this is a thing I wanted to talk about is um that Siobhan, you're talking about him possibly blading a cut that already existed. Um when a master just- it's gross. He just seems so much... He seems like he has no clue how bad So you is. saw panic on his face, because I kind of saw that too, but I wasn't sure if that's just Atlantis being a fucking top-notch baby face. Or El Nerd. Or El Nerd. That's right, Atlantis <laughs> that's El Nerd. A, that's a tough, like, there's no... That's such a deep gap between those two conclusions. What's a deep gap? Either he's like cut the greatest deep cut baby face, or he's like a total dweeb who who's Again, scared of blood. Deep cut, because the blade one too. Very deep cut. Also deep cut because uh, all seven people who remember that LA Atlantis El Nerd. Would, yes. Uh, Conan El Gordo. That's one of the greatest ever. Yeah, that that's, a, that's an LA Park post, right? Yeah. Yeah, where he just he nicknames. assigned nicknames to a lot of uh, famous luchadors. Um, <laughs> but no, the the idea of uh, like masked luchadors blading themselves um, a lot of the times, the mask will have been ripped, right? Um, sure. And so, obviously, it's pretty easy to get to your forehead if your mask has been ripped already. Um, uh, Viano 3, I almost said Trace. Viano Trace. Viano 3, V3. Um, V3. His mask is not ripped when he starts bleeding. And so I was wondering, did he, did he blade himself through the fabric? Did he blade himself through the eye hole? Like, what? <laughs> Do we know for certain that it is a blade no. job, or is it just them clunking heads and then it started spilling more and more and more? I think that's more absurd than my uh, Viano 5 blade at the back of his own head theory, so... <laughs> Did he somehow blade before the match? Which, I mean, that's sure. so long. <laughs> I mean, all that crap with Baby Richard, like, and like which is like a five-minute... That's right. a really long segment. Baby Richard in his red jumpsuit. Yeah, getting ejected. Uh, I mean, we have a recent example with Vince McMahon pre-blading... Right. Before and Kevin Owens' headbutt, right, a fake patch of skin on his forehead—is that right? Yeah, and it'd be exactly. It'd be easier to hide that under a mask. It sounds like we're getting a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that sounds. Pretty... I've got some documents here, folks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we've we've all have some literature that we've read about this. But this feels like a real lone gunman mm, uh, kind yeah. of angle around. How, how he went from dripping to gushing. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being the cigarette-smoking man when we finally finish talk, talking about this. Um, no, I, I I think it's possible that it was hard way, but I can't see it. They do conk heads really well. I said bonk yeah. earlier, but I meant conk, but I guess either works. Um, conk, it's conk because it's the sound that it makes. Conk, you know? It's, a conk. Really, it's, a, it's not the sound that it makes to other people, but if you ever hit your head against somebody else's flesh or... or, or skeletal system um in like a hard fashion that's the sound that it feel that you feel in your ears and in your in your core conk um you'll feel what find any of those noah matches that end up with all four noah guys who work a headbutt gimmick all in the same match oh you you mean every every uh noah main event in 2018 yeah yeah that shit sucks i don't know i mean like uh I mean, like when they had Kikuchi and Izu Hashi, Simone Honda and Makoto Hashi, sure. they were all working guys with large, flat foreheads who bonk into each other's skulls. Siobhan, so, you're yeah. still with us, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Thank you. Um, no, uh, 
I think, so I think I also had like a weird existential panic attack, um, like in somewhere in the middle of this match. Um, and it wasn't, it had, I mean, I don't think it had anything related to this, but I was like, I watched this at 5am this morning. Um, and I, I had just woken up and I was like, shit, I need to watch four, uh, Lucha de Apuestas (laughs) for a podcast I'm doing in, uh, in, in in 16 hours so i need to get on this and i hadn't slept but for about four hours this is you know this is the life of a person with a newborn baby right it's just part of it um and i i don't know it i'm i'm like 11 days from my 30th birthday and that's i know it's a lame thing to have any sort of anxiety about but it's there and i i was watching these two guys just go to fucking war and it i don't know i i, I got scared in a weird way about <laughs> that's great yeah it's that's i guess awesome. that's that's lucha right that's a fucking yeah that's, that's <laughs> how lucha is you're this watching is... you're seeing these two old dudes fighting it out and especially easy if you don't you know if you really think about it in the context of like this is it like this is their last big one like right. forget that lannis is still going to be working in the exact same spot on the card like 18 years later and uh but you see these especially in a lucha apuestas match the kind of emotion um i know the one that got me most recently was uh the ultimo guerrero uh unmasking where his like family is crying in yeah. the crowd and it's just like oh my god that that hits me more than like any kind of pro wrestling emotion. Yeah. Like that's huge. It's it's like the only kind of thing, almost the only kind of thing you can get with a great uh, Lucha Apuestas match. Yeah. It's, it's the, I mean, you, you watch one and you're like, why isn't everything masks? It's really stupid, but it's like, I just want everything (laughs) to be, it's like, um, this match is also unique because it's the Una Kaeda. It's one fall. Yeah. And the only other, which is weird. They did, there's only two of them that I think of that are like big ones from this era, and the other is the uh, super famous Casas Santo right. uh, hair versus mask, right. which is also a war, but it's completely different. This is all this is so many near falls that has like one pin attempt in it. Yeah, that's I, I think much there's more one overall. casita. Yeah, that's like just a this is like a the, uh, no blood either. Like completely different, but both super apocalyptic. I don't know why it's very weird that. I think it's a part because these guys, especially these two, though, I mean, Santa worked, was AAA doing one fall matches when he, I think they just started, so maybe he didn't really have the experience. I don't know when that switch like, ever happened, yeah. Yeah, so I can't really, but like these guys, it's like, no, they don't, like Atlantis, like no, and it's like, it's very weird that they, it's, but it adds to it in a way. It's hard to, they, the, they revel in the idea of not having to, that they can move straight into near falls without having to, to manufacture. I mean, we, you, I, I know like we started to get to it, but we never really got to the, the thing that you wanted to talk about in V5 versus Blue Panther is that both of the first two falls and in disqualifications where the, where one guy pulls the mask off the other guy. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, you talked about how it's really just, all about the mask right out of the get-go. We're right. both these guys are going right after the mask. Right. I had forgotten that this was just a, a Una Caída right. match, which is really weird. It, it uh, helps those those. It helps the build 
because this is not a long match either. Um, if you cut out the post match and the baby Richard bullshit um, yeah. at the beginning, this match is like 16, 17 minutes, I think. Um, I'm not really 100% sure about that. Um, but yeah. At most, it's like 20, which is not that long, really. Yeah. It's yeah, great, you, though. It's, and, well, I lo- they, they work a lot of. They make a really good use out of, you know. I thought it was really cool. Like, how many times have you seen anybody in any match, uh, let alone like an important match, get out of the uh, the Atlantida? Atlantida, yeah. Like once yeah. they're gone, like that's pretty much it. And so I loved once uh, Viano three got caught in it and got out of it, and then threw a lariat right to the back. Yeah. But, Hell oh, yeah! His head. Like that was so cool. Yeah, the crowd gives a collective gasp, a big "oh" as soon as he falls out of the Atlantida, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and then Atlantis quickly grabs it again, um, right. <laughs> and it you know drops down to the knees for the full extension. Uh, they've been yes, going the for the kill. Backbreaker on it, right? Yeah, there's like impact to that. That's that's I I love uh, La Atlantida. Like, it's oh, a absolutely, my fantastic favorite finish. It's my favorite what? submission hold ever. Oh, I thought wow. the. The finish was so smartly laid out where you, you talked about how the Blue Panther finish was basically like Panther goes for an arm bar and gets reversed yeah. with a roll up kind of thing. But I love the whole layout when you get, get, escapes the Atlantida, hits that great lariat, and then like you get, you see this look almost on like Viano 3's face where he knows like I just broke out of this motherfucker's hold. Yeah. I'm gonna put this away. <laughs> and I love that he charged Atlantis and yep. that's like how many times have you seen a dude I mean that's that's the finish to every Atlantis percent of the time that's how he sets up that yeah. move is a guy <laughs> charging him and then he puts it in. And it's almost like you do this collective like no Yeah. I got out of it <laughs> once I can get him. out of it again, right? Like, so he's running at him to hit another layer, and it's just like, no, don't run at it! Ah, then it's over. It's literally punching the shark in the nose, and then going back for more. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna punch him right in the eyeball, too. (laughs) I'm feeling good about this shark punch. I want another. Amazing. But yeah, he he runs in, and I thought it was great, because he... The other three hadn't been super aggressive in the match. Like, he really saved his punches... Like, he wasn't just brawling to transition to every single move. Like, he was really safe. He was kind of working more of an Atlantis match. Sure. And I thought that was cool that when, once, once he, like, smelled blood, that's when it immediately, like, yeah, now I'm going to be working a Viano's match, and it immediately, like, bit him right, like, right in the ass. That's really interesting. I I I thought it was really smartly laid out. I, 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 I do too, um... Atlantis is the world's best version of Undertaker. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, it's just because he's Paco Alonso's favorite wrestler, okay. just like Taker's Vince's favorite, and, and it's sort of they sort of have the same spot. The streak at, at anniversario shows taking masks. Well, it's kind of the same. Well, thing. it's just sort of it's kind of, but it's so weird. It's like there's a certain like this guy will just kill you. It's like I don't know. Atlantis is like a such a weird wrestler because. I mean, watching him now, he's so broken down, but he's still, he's still trying. He had that match with Rush last year from Puebla that was, was it was in Puebla, right? Yeah, that was a bad, that was a great match. I mean, that match is like 80% Rush, but, I mean, Atlantis is there. That's kind of the cool thing about, like, old luchadors, is that you know that somewhere in them, they'll just randomly break out into, like, like, how many years was 
El Felino like the worst dude to watch. Sure, sure. I fucking hated El Felino for, and he was one of my early uh, entry points into Lucha, so it was extra devastating when he became like my least favorite guy in a trios <laughs> match. And like the last two years, there's been plenty of matches where Felino just shows up and. Oh, hey, look, yeah. look who's good again. And so it's not a total shock when somebody even broken like uh, Atlantis. And, yeah, I watched, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, there's like a Viano 4 CMLL comeback match. Yeah. I Like a week ago. I have not watched that yet. It's, I haven't uh, seen any of the uh, Atlantis, Atlantis Jr., Hio uh, uh, de Viano 3, uh, Viano 4 feud. I don't, it's, it doesn't sound. Unless they have, <laughs> unless there's, there's gotta be a build to this, and I don't know it's, how it's gonna well, end well. I, I, so I've watched, I'm still weird, but for these reasons that we've mentioned, I'm still weirdly excited, because as bad as I thought both of them looked in this trios, that old man Lucha sense of, like, it's still in my brain that's like, these guys could still do it. They have, yeah. there's the skill, the skill level is so high. It's like, well, I mean, Niebla is not that old, but he's insanely broken down. And so, and, but he had that, like, a good year where he was really good. And then he fell off again. And it yeah. was really sad. But, like, he was kicking ass. He was, I mean, he had that match with Kaifan. He had a bunch of yeah, great right. trios performances where he's getting his just gigantic oh, ass, God. like, f- like, thrown around by Neo uh, Del Park <laughs> he does have a gigantic ass. <laughs> and you're like and you're like, man, Niebla Like and you're like feeling it. Uh, but and are like Felino, yeah. Him versus Cranio is like one of these weird matchups that they run a lot and you're like, Felino, he's bringing these throwing punches at Cranio's thighs and stuff. Yeah. You you and always know when Felino's br- like planning to bring it in a match. When he, Just like, bo- does, his, does his bottom rope, rope running? Yeah. Okay, and, I've never noticed that. Bottom, no, it's it's like, it is true. Ray Mysterio noticed, yeah. style? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, Felino's doing it this match. And I you brought up, Cranio's so perfect, because who would have guessed? I mean, Alabrije was just, like, you know, triple-A card fodder. He was a guy who had an over gimmick because he had a cool look and a, and a mini Mm-hmm. But now yeah. the dude's like a legitimate star, and all it took was <laughs> packing on 120 pounds onto his. Hundred, <laughs> listen, 120 pounds and Gangnam I mean, style. Yeah, if if you look at at how slender Alabrije was, like he used to be an amazing flyer, and now, but it's like he's all about timing. And I actually love this, the team of Volcano. A lot of people hate Volcano, and it's like, dude, how Volcano, dare you? Volcano is like. If Roadblock were a luchador, and it's awesome. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's Volcano great. is totally WWE thing- Worldwide '97. But he has like a lot of. I mean, he's get he has like a lot of potential. He's really good athletically. But then you, but you see him in the team of Cranio, and it's like Cranio is like has all of this perfect timing. He has yeah, a range general timing. for sure. And that's like the thing about lucha, and that's sort of why it's it's like you can be a you can be like seventy years old. You can be Terry, uh, a Black Terry, and the thing of it is that Black Terry, like, right now, he's not doing a lot, but, like, the idea that he could have a great match just next Sunday on whatever IRWG's show, like, no, of course he could, just yeah, because yeah. the training level, it's, there's, the Lucha training is, like, one of those things you don't think about, but it's, like, it, the 
it is the highest skill level. Like, like someone like Mysterioso too, who is like this tub of goo, and he's, huh. but like he'll bring it, and you'll be like, oh yeah, of course. A, a fist, like all three of the uh, Heos Del Inferno, who are all five million years old at this point, they also have this insane basic training level where on a good night they can do it, and that's Lucha is like the weirdest. It's so it's. The best. It's all in the brain. If Satanico decides he's going to go out there and have a good match, he's going to have a good match. Yeah. One of my uh, favorite things in the last year of wrestling was when L.A. Park worked a few MLW shows. Yeah. And Tony Giovanni the whole time was loving it. Yeah. Yet so seemed kind of in disbelief that this was the same guy from WCW. This is the freaking chairman, yeah. Yeah, like, like, well, I know that there was a Laparca in WCW, and this guy is wearing a similar thing, <laughs> but, so like, you can tell in his voice, he's just like, ah, this might be a different guy. And, uh, you know, I love that that, uh, but yeah, Cranio's huge. Volcano is like, one thing I watched in a recent, I think it was probably on the same card that had the Viano 4 return. One thing that I thought, bodes really well for Volcano uh, in the future, is he has a ton of confidence. Okay. Oh, is, yeah. I, I, li- I, I, li- I like him a lot. That I feel shows like he's a not lot, there too. yet, but he's... Like, he, like he hit a, like a big splash, and instead of just going for the pinfall, he jumped up and then ran around to, like, all four sides <laughs> of the like, getting the fans <laughs> into it. And it's like, that takes some balls to do that, because if you get no reaction, that is... Yeah, that is brutal. Speaking of confidence, one of the um, I think my favorite near fall that's not really is uh, is Viano free breaking out of the the top of tier surfboard and going with the pin, but it's the oh yeah the elbow over the and he oh, posh- he oh that's, man. On the top, account, that's so perfect though. The actual how cool is that? Just le- leaning on him in in repose. It's so funny. He's uh, so that's the thing, right? About and that's to you know bring it all back. Um, it's it's about the thoughtfulness. You know, it's what we talked about with Ian Rotten. Ian Rotten, a guy who <laughs> we talked about. Ian Rotten. Our last episode, Eric, is literally just five Ian Rotten matches. Oh um, man, I I've watched um, the most recent ian rotten footage that i could find is it because okay? is it good we've been doing match of the year list since 2014 and we have no ian rotten yeah. on them yeah so i'm like oh we have to find some ian rotten how is it be frank oh i i watched an ian rotten mitch Ryder match okay oh, man. it must have been a couple years ago mitch Ryder has like no teeth well I, naturally ian rotten looked he ian rotten like can barely move I mean, this is basically like... 48-year-old Ian 48. Yeah, it is basically... It wasn't listed as a death match, but it was basically like the the Midwest opioid crisis, the match. Sure, sure. (laughs) And uh, and the whole match ends with an angle that that saw Mitch Ryder punch a woman in the face. Hell yeah. (laughs) I mean, no, hell, not not hell yeah, but hell yeah. (laughs) I, didn't I mean, it's off. like, cause he, he like throws a fireball at Ian and Ian does a great job selling this fireball and like the match effectively ends and people are running out to tend to Ian and some woman is, is helping Ian. Selling and it Mitch like a Ryder, shoot. Mitch Ryder like grabs her by the hair and just punches her. In the face. My goodness. 
And and it was like a perfectly worked punch. He didn't actually just clock this sure. woman. Mitch Ryder and she, rules. She, she she sold it pretty terribly. From the, be, uh, he's like the Michael Todd Stratton type. Like Mitch Ryder's very good. Yeah. And so Ryder throws this perfect worked punch to this woman's face, and the crowd, there are some people who very visibly want to beat the shit out oh, of Mitch Ryder. And he has to, to love an IWA Mid-South crowd riot. Yeah. And this is from literally, this is just a couple years ago. I forget if it's on Powerbomb TV or it was on one of those. Okay, I have to look for it. Um, and it's, so the match has bad moments, but also that like same kind of inspired gross brilliance that only that specific Ian Rotten can bring. Yeah, we called him a savant, you know, and, and I think a lot of these older luchadors have that same energy where they, they, they're able to, Despite their physical limitations, their complete broken downness, um, yeah. they 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 go into a, a match um, knowing what their goals are, and they're in there with a, an opponent who is willing, such as Atlantis taking on Rush. I said, mm-hmm. uh, did I say Rush or did I say Rush? Oh, I, I was right in the middle between them, um, and, and, and they can they can pull something out because it's. Wrestling is not all about, you know, physicality. This, this match is, um, pretty physical, but it's also, you know, it's, it's very psychological the way it's laid out. And, um, and, and like it's we a, said it's with. Battle of Spirits. Right. Well, and, and so like we said with, uh, with, uh, Blue Panther versus Viano 5, uh, that match was both of them staring over the edge and seeing their future and seeing not, them not being able to do, this kind of thing ever again. And this feels like Viano 3 doing that. Uh, like you said, Atlantis is still, Eric, you said Atlantis still wrestling to this day. Viano 3 is, of course, no longer alive, um, but yeah, was still I, wrestling for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mentioned, I, I know, uh, I know Savon got cut off, but I was mentioning earlier, I don't think, I was shocked at how athletic uh, Viano 3 looks during portions of this match. Yeah. Like, because I don't think I saw him look anywhere close to this athletic. Even a month after this match, in any footage that we have, like, I don't, it's like he was really doing his last, uh, <laughs> you know, everything else is just gonna be me punching face. Like, this is my last, yeah. uh, athletic performance, and it was pretty stunning. He could have, though, right? I mean, do you I guys assume for a while. Do you least. guys agree that? By the time yeah. I, saw, I saw him live in, I think, 2009, 2009 or, or 2010, and by then, I don't think there was any chance sure. that he could have done that. He was full hefty bag motherfucker like his uh, brothers in the uh, in the Cassandra match. Yeah. Well, he ne- yeah, he never got fully tubbed out like his, uh, like his baby bros. He never got, I mean, he's... He had the classic Viano skinny arms, but he never got as chunky. Huh. No. I, um, I haven't seen much of him um, from that era, or, or from, I, I, there was like one famous match where he, I think he worked a trios on a on a triple mania or a triple mania, as I like to say. It, um, <laughs> yeah, them uh, the uh, free uh, Vianos versus uh, Psycho Circus. That's right. That's that would be the one with Matt Stryker, Matt, Matt Stryker on uh, commentary, and uh, be Matt. Mott Strike Air. There you go. Um, and, and I, people were like, wow, these guys are so old. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, dude. 
Fuck, pretty what much. Do you, what do you want? But Viano 3 um, is a guy who looked over the edge of that, looked over the precipice, as it were, and, <laughs> and decided, um, I could keep going. But I think I'm good. I think I'm. I think I'm good. And he loses. And he has. I think. I think this is the most emotional unmasking in the history of lucha. I. I didn't cry this morning, but I remembered crying the first time I saw it. Um, and that might have been as a result of uh, extensive benzodiazepine use. But I think it was genuine. You, know? you need a trigger. All you always need a trigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's something. I think I don't think it matters what kind of substances any of us are on uh, when we uh, if we elicit a genuine emotional response. Yeah, like I um I was baked out of my mind last a week or two ago, and my girlfriend and I saw one of our theaters was showing Star Trek Four. The hell village. yeah, the one by the San like, Francisco. We like peed our pants laughing for two hours. Love that movie, this, man. This movie. movie, and uh, sure, it might have been a little bit of uh, chemical assistance, but I'm always going to remember how much we were dying of laughter during yeah. no, during man. so much of. I watched that movie straight up on like a, a Wednesday morning with my three-year-old like six months ago and I was not high and I had the time of my fucking life, okay? Um, save the damn whales. Save yeah. the, exactly. I mean, it's the most important Right from one. the beginning when, when John Shuck as his uh, Klingon assemblyman character is doing this huge book, she was already dying. She, it, was, it was already over. Like, it, it was right. done. Like yeah, it's the best. So I think uh, it doesn't matter. Like that kind of emotional reaction is is special. It no might intensify that. it, but it's it's going to be there either way. And I I watched him, and it was it, it was beautiful. It's it's a beautiful unmasking. I don't know. I don't know. We could talk no. all night about. I think that's perfect. A beautiful unmasking. That's I think that's right. a good a good end point. Yeah. Um. I, Siobhan, do you have anything that you want to touch on before we close this out? I just, it's like amazing. You see him there with the, I think it's the future Viana Free Jr. I think because I don't think uh, he had the one in, C, the one who's in AAA, not the one in CMLL. Mm. Uh, I don't think he, I think How that's confusing. the, because I looked up their ages uh, before. Uh, the one who's like one and a half. And he's like, t- and he's there with his two brothers. Yeah. And this is, this is everything. He this looks is, happy. He looks very And this is the relieved. he looks relieved. Yes. And I mean well he was questioned. Yes. It's like you are it's like we know you are the son of Ray Mendoza. Right. But it's like and what and They ask uh, him his name and his age and it's beautiful. That's like I love it. I love it so much. It, yeah, it's great. It's a great I love the na- the 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 reveal of, of the uh the name and the age is always even when everybody in the crowd knows what the uh the person's Name and age sure. is—it's uh, it, such a. <laughs> For instance, Viano Four still has his mask, but we know that his first name is Thomas. Oh, I actually <laughs> did not. I did not know that. Actually, found out well, today. I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's public record, at least. Yeah, because of the fucking WCW racism lawsuit. I'm assuming. Um, no. Oh yeah. Ooh, ooh. I did want to mention. Oh, this, this might be. This <laughs> yes. might be the thing to go out on. The one. The one thing was my introduction to the Vianos. The okay. first time I saw the Vianos was actually uh, when I was getting back into wrestling in like 1998. Okay. Um, the first 
match of theirs that I saw was the one where yeah. one of them gets their neck broken yep. by Canyon and Raven. On an episode yeah. of Thunder. I watched it happen. Uh, I was yeah, watching we, that me, My buddy James were watching it happen. I'd never seen these two dudes before. And then years later, I find out that the guy like kept working because he didn't realize that this wasn't Mexico. Yeah. And you, you know, you could actually have health insurance on these uh, <laughs> in this corporation. You could actually get your neck repaired. Were you were, uh, you, uh, were you watching that then, Siobhan? I don't know how far back you're. No, you're watching well, goes. I was watching, but it's not one of those things I remember live. Hmm. I was watching. Um, I would have been sick. We should touch on some V4 at some point. We need to find a good Apuestas match or something because we, he got he got kind of the he got the shaft here. Uh, V4 was the one who 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 broke his neck, right? I yeah, believe, and and V four is the one still going. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that's awesome. kind of and, piano standing. And well, he's the last had, <laughs> yeah, and he's had. I mean, there was like there was like a listed like we considered doing a, a chess man match with, and like I mean, he's still just going, right. and he can still. I mean, that's the thing that just. Like, is it because he has to? Is it because he wants to? Is he carrying on this Mendoza family legacy? Does he, what is he, I mean, he got bills to pay. We all got bills to pay, but it's like, <laughs> you know, who hey, to, I don't know. If he, if he, he has could, to, if he decides to have a retirement show, it's going to cost him $38,000. Yeah. Um, and that was in 2013 dollars. Yeah. Inflation, right? Um, yeah. not really sure what that word even means. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'll, I'll close it out with something that Siobhan pointed out to me, actually. Um, so I, I, I watched this at 6 a.m. Um, this is clearly the quintessential post-match mask surrender. Um, there's a woman who may or may not be um, Arturo Mendoza's wife crying in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, the blood is making it difficult for him to remove the mask. The commissioner and like one of his brothers is helping him take the mask, which is stuck to his head with blood. <laughs> um, you see his weathered face for the first time and he seems happy. Like Siobhan and I said, almost in unison, he seems relieved. Relief um, is a, that's a, that's a great emotion that yeah. doesn't really get hit in wrestling. He looked over the, he, he saw the, the, the edge and he, he decided it was time for him to jump over. Um, well, I mean, then, when you're as attractive as he was, <laughs> you knew that you would, you could still have just as much of a money maker. Totally. Oh, mask. Totally. He's got his, I, I thought it was his grandchild at the time. So it didn't, this didn't strike me the way that it struck Siobhan, but, uh, it was, it's his son. Um, he's got his son mm-hmm. in one arm. He's holding his mask high in the opposite hand and he hands the mask over, uh, the bloody disgusting mask to Atlantis. Um, but he's got that kid, and um, when I was watching this match this morning, I was actually I had I watched this at 5 a.m. Um, with my son, uh, my th- my three month old son, who I I spend my mornings with every morning, um, and um, but baby's first apuestas, right? Um, <laughs> and Siobhan pointed out to me how beautiful um, <laughs> the idea of me holding my my. My little tiny infant son watching Arturo Mendoza just unmasked, just revealing his identity for the first time, holding his own son, um, who has, you know, survived him as he's gone in, uh, into the, the the next world. And yeah. uh, it's beautiful. That is awesome. It's beautiful. That's great. Um, I'm going to cry. I love it. I'm going to... 